I want to thank you for making my pillow 2.0 a huge success. Now I'm bringing it to you for the lowest price ever. Get a queen size for only $39.98 with your promo code. My pillow 2.0 is made with my patented adjustable fill. Plus, we've infused the fabric with our temperature regulating technology. You combine that with our brand new Mattress Topper 2.0, and I guarantee you, you get the best sleep of your life. It's the perfect time to get the MyPillow 2.0s for your friends, family, and everyone you know. They truly make the best Christmas gifts ever. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to save 50%. Get your queen size MyPillow 2.0, Regularly $79.96, now only $39.98, and king size just $5 more. From all of us at MyPillow, Merry Christmas and God bless. MyPillow.com What is our common bond truly? Freedom! Without freedom, you can't be a Christian no matter what denomination you belong to. You can't be a Buddhist. You can't own a donut shop. You can't drive from here to Oregon. You can't be an American because that's what it's all about. And that's the only thing that it's all about. Nothing else. Nothing else. It's about freedom. 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 There's a time to pray, and there's a and time, there's time to stand. stand. This week, let's focus on that earthquake analogy, because, you know, and and I'll use the San Andreas analogy, and if you listen closely and you've got the right tools, right, which they do, uh, scientists try to analyze the movement of the plates, and it will make certain um, noises, right, and signals to let you know what's happening, but there's so many variables that, that take that take place um, that will create those noises. So, so if you can analyze, let's say, volcanic activity, you know, in the Philippines area or, or out in the, you know, the Pacific Rim, um, there's so many different things that can happen to cause the eventuality of a sound or a movement that may lead to, uh, and do they do earthquake predictions per se? No, if they're listening close enough, enough, and they've got the right tools to do it, it's not necessarily a prediction. It's a, it's a, it's a, a, a foretelling. Then, oh my goodness, certain things just took place right now. That put enough, enough pressure, put enough pressure on this plate right here, and it could cause the San Andreas to pop at any given time. So when you're bragging about making war machines, you know, missiles, aircraft engines, and everything else, 
operated, of course, but there's some some very technical aspects of the type of demographic that's coming <laughs> over that's extremely concerning. Todd Bensman is a Texas-based senior national security fellow at the Center for Immigration Studies and the author of America's Covert Border War, uh, the untold story of the nation's battle to prevent jihadist infiltration. And prior to joining uh, CIS, um, he led Homeland Security Intelligence efforts for nine years in the public sector with the Texas uh, DPS or Department of Public Safety Intelligence and Counterterrorism Division. And uh, I always approach this, you know, I'm, yeah, I say a generalist, obviously I don't, I, I'm not an expert in the subject matter, but I can sure shake in my boots uh, when the people that are experts in the subject matter about who's coming over the border, how many gotaways, how many millions of people. And now, um, you know, we've got people down in the Darien Gap. We've got the um, uh, military-aged men pouring over the border, Todd Bensman, and we've got a couple of um, influencers internationally. I understand Afghanistan is issuing passports to individuals from Pakistan for the specific purpose of coming up and through our border and they're they're making their way this is the taliban by the way issuing those passports and al-qaeda is going to afghanistan getting their passports and making their way back down it's a long journey but it's a very very well-oiled trafficking machine and i would say the the most dangerous trafficked individuals are these military-aged men these jihadists that are known to be coming through they're getting caught a portion and of course, getting distributed uh, to to cities of the choosing of the Department of Homeland Security, correct? That's a big mouthful of stuff, sir, isn't it? I'm gonna throw back to you. I'm just expressing my concern, but I'm not too far off with my spidey senses, am I? Welcome back, sir. Thanks, well, first of all, 270 people on the FBI's terrorism watch list have been apprehended at the border in the last uh, 36 months that is by far mo more than uh, we've had like in the history of the country altogether uh, across that border i mean it's uh or you know since we've had the jihadist problem um that should tell you enough right there but the fact that we have had about two million known gotaways uh is the real problem because if uh, I mean, the way I look at the 270 is it's kind of like um, taking a, 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 a clean water sample out of a lake, you know, with a test tube and going to test that test tube of water and it's coming back super contaminated. Uh, that tells you that you have a problem with the lake, right? Uh, so 1.8 million, 2 million got, known gotaways uh, undetected through into the interior uh i i would bet a few paychecks that jihadists who are on that fbi terror watch list are among them that got through uh or uh we have by accident under the mass migration crisis we have allowed the release of murderers and jihadists people who are also on that web on that uh, fbi watch list because we're in such a, a, a gosh dang rush to process everybody into the country as fast as possible that we're not checking 
uh, databases mm. uh, to determine it. And so uh, we, I know for a fact we've we released at least one jihadist uh, by accident, and uh, we have let murderers in who were convicted that should have been caught. Uh, another problem uh, people coming through because we're just crushed. We're, we're, we're like you, I think it was you said, you know, the border is obliterated and it, it really is obliterated. Mm-hmm. This is not about immigration. This is about border security and border security is about national security. Um, one other thing I'd, I'd mention is that the, there is credible reporting that at least 75,000 people from countries of terrorism concern have been reported to have been crossed the southern border. They weren't on the FBI terror watch list, but they've been apprehended there and they're from those countries, uh, which means that the way the Homeland Security uh, professionals look at that is that they're going to be automatically of a higher risk of being uh, in the jihadist ideology. And there is no possible way that we have vetted uh, the uh, those uh, particular immigrants, the 75,000, probably 100,000 really, that we know about from those countries. Uh, so, uh, because they're, they're rushing to put them through the turnstiles too. Mm. Uh, so the whole thing is just a big fat national security mess. Oh. Yeah, national security mess is an, an understatement in the following regard. And when I mentioned that um, uh, Af- Afghanistan, in Afghanistan, central hub, Taliban, is, you know, the, the regime that we put in place. And we have a intelligence sharing agreement with now. But we used to go bomb them. That's interesting. Um, but a former CIA targeter, her name is Sarah Adams. She published a book. She's a great American patriot. And you know, there's a huge number of patriots that were concerned about what we did in Afghanistan. So there's this intelligence net, net, network, you know, extra, you know, um, uh, governmental, non-governmental, we'll say, but I don't like to use that term, that, that they're starting to tip us off as to what's happening here. It's very concerning um, and intentional, too. Um, I say intentional in that. When you, uh, let me go back to one point here. When you f- have a gotaway, you, and I'm going to use the term extrapolation, okay? When you take a certain number, they, the Department of Homeland Security, they're pretty smart. They have a very, very smart people to calculate. If we've got five, that represents, those are the people, um, you know, that, that, um, uh, that, that we found, that we apprehended. The gotaways, that extrapolation out, you can use a mathematical formula that at a minimum, if we caught five, we allowed 50 to go that were undetected. Um, so the number of ones that they've tracked, that they've apprehended, that gives us a tip off to the fact that there's a problem um, in Denmark right now, in the United States of America, because they've been transported to cities near you, right? That's right. Uh, and by the way, Denmark has a problem too. <laughs> That's another for another show, but... Um, but absolutely, uh, you know, what you're talking about are the known gotaway. There's apprehensions or encounters where Border Patrol actually laid hands on people. Then there are the known gotaways, which are footprints in the sand that were counted or 
a drone uh, video caught a group and we never uh, apprehended them. So we can count the number that are known gotaways. But then there's this other mysterious category called unknown gotaways. Yeah. And that's really the extrapolation that you're talking about. Mm. Uh, when, when I say that the, that the whole thing is a national security mess, that's what I'm talking about. Um, but I think that it's a mess because even the ones that we have laid hands on, uh, we're in we're in such uh, under such a uh, pressurized uh, crunch from Washington to process them in so fast that we're making mistakes. We're letting terrorists in by mistake. We're releasing. Uh, we we released a Lebanese uh, Venezuelan uh, the year before last in the first year of the crisis, uh, who was on the FBI's watch list. Uh, somebody ordered him released, even though the FBI was saying absolutely never release this guy. Uh, he's a, he's a category high, terrible risk, flight risk, everything else. And they cut him loose mm. on orders from Washington to uh, uh, he, the guy is running around in Detroit somewhere. They never even went to go round him back up, even after I reported it and a couple of other people reported it because they thought he was at risk of catching COVID. Uh, it was in violation of the detention policy or something. So they let this guy go against FBI uh, recommendations and mm. were making mistakes. I testified about this before Congress on September 14th, um, talking about how the the uh, FBI is no longer interviewing special interest aliens from those countries. They're not really doing any of the vetting that they used to do when the numbers were low uh, and things were, were kind of normal. And about a week ago, I got my hands on a big batch of records that the government was hiding from the American public about that, that tallied up the nationalities that they're bringing in over the bridges at the land ports under this app on the cell phone app called CBP one. Um, they brought in, it turns out 250,000 people over the bridges that you never saw and never got counted according to my records that and we had to sue the records out of them at the Center for Immigration Studies. Mm. But the records showed that they on purpose chose, affirmatively selected, to bring in 7,300 people from special interest countries in the Middle East for CBP-1, brought them right in over the bridges and cut them loose. Um, this was such a problem that as soon as Senator Chuck Grassley got a hold of my report. They put together a five-page demand letter, uh, you know, demanding a answers about what the administration did to vet these people from 24 countries mm. on that special interest list, uh, wow. and, and didn't have to. They 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 invited them and stamped them for approval to walk over the bridges from Afghanistan, Syria, Iraq, Iran. Lebanon, Kyrgyzstan, Kazakhstan, Turkmenistan, Tajikistan, Uzbekistan, all those places, all those uh, Muslim-majority uh, countries. Uh, that's a national security mess by definition. And 
Who knows if we'll ever get any answers about what they did or why they did that. Hmm. Uh, Todd, you just split up. Uh, were, were you finishing your thought there? Um, uh, you, you just got uh, yeah. a choppy there just for a second. Um, you, know, you know, one thing I love about engaging with you is you allow me to, you know, speculate, be the outsider. You need to stay fact-based. I want you giving testimony uh, to the facts. I remember, do you remember when we first got together, I said, who's actually paying for all this stuff? I mean, who's actually setting up, you know, the infrastructure to move that many bodies up through South America alone? It costs money to, to put people in place. And he said, I, you know, we, we can, you know, conspiracy theorize it's, and pick on George Soros. But I'm hearing some grumblings recently that Open Society Foundation, there's some, they're tracing some of the money. Um, uh, are you, I, I want to go back to that one point, because when I first mentioned it to you, yeah, let, let, let's stick to the facts here. We can uh, blame George Soros because Pete Santilli doesn't like him. Uh, but are they starting to find out who's financing uh, this this invasion over our border? I mean, I, I don't think so. I mean, I honestly, the way I look at this is um, the administration of Joe Biden opened the border. They opened it. Mm. They they let everybody in. Mm. And people have cell phones. Everybody's got cell phones now. In fact, I, I don't think I've ever met a migrant who didn't have a fully modern cell phone connected to the internet. Mm. And the information travels from the border to south of the border, all along the migrant trails. And the information that the ones in the front are sending to the ones in the back is, hey, they're letting us in. Uh, Here's a selfie of me. Right. And when they get that information, they're selling their houses and cars and TVs and everything they own to raise the money on their own wow. to, pay to pay the smugglers. Now, they do get help along the way. Sure. Um, some of the poorer ones uh, have um, UN United Nations weight stations at regular intervals all along these trails. Right. They get cash, they get uh, lodging um, uh, waivers, they get transportation, bus tickets, they get, I mean, they, they get a lot of, not all of them, but a, a lot of them do get help from the United Nations. That's, but that's coming out of U.S. taxpayer right. dollars, right. you know, like uh, the U.S. Treasury, you know, State Department budget and the White House budget and um, however else they launder the our taxpayer money to the UN, but but lots of NGOs are helping and providing aid and assistance along the way, kind of like a safety net. Yeah. Uh, so that if you're if you're in your home village and you're contemplating, should I stay or should I go? I've got kids. I don't have very much money. Right. If you know you've got that support network all the way up the trail uh you're gonna go you're gonna choose to go you're gonna make the decision to go but i don't think it's orchestrated outside of the biden administration yeah the biden administration orchestrated this uh it is intentional yeah. there's no incompetence here at all i want you to understand that this is all on purpose my goodness uh there but, but it's on purpose by the people in the biden administration yes. and i don't i mean 
the people in the Biden administration may come from those quarters like the Soros uh, groups. And, you know, they may come. I, in fact, I believe that they do come from from those NGOs that are pro or not pro, but they're anti borders and they're pro illegal immigration as much as they can possibly get. But I think they're doing it because out of ideological reasons and because there's they're cashing in. Yeah. Their organizations are getting hundreds of millions of dollars and billions of dollars in federal um, contracts to help manage the crisis that they created. That's right. Mm-hmm. So I think it's like a self-licking ice cream cone, but yeah. I can't imagine that the Soros people could have arranged this on their own. It's just they open the borders, and when yeah. you do that, they're coming. That's a great point. And by the way, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a student, and I asked the question. Guess what? You sobered me up to something because I was. you just reminded me of what um, Michael Young, you've been with him down at the Daring Gap. He refers to it as human osmotic pressure, right? Yeah, so, yeah I know. I'm so, well aware. But the policy, okay, when you say, hey, everybody, the border's wide open, that there's some things that are going to occur naturally from a failed policy. And you're saying that that's intentional, that they know that human beings will naturally start waving right up to the border. And then what do they do? They plan in advance. Um, they don't need to finance the movement of those troops. They just have, and I say their troops, the uh, illegal immigrants. They have a failed policy. It creates a natural um, a flow of illegal immigrants that they say that's a crisis. Well, no, we can- I mean, I would take uh, one issue with that. It's it's not a failed policy. It's a it's a deliberate, uh, purposeful, or a very carefully plotted out uh, policy yes. from the beginning. And they're smart about it. They are really uh-huh. they've got good lawyers here and from their vantage point it's a highly successful policy because they're able to get millions and millions of people in before anybody realizes it yeah. and and mm. puts a stop to it mm. uh before any kind of um, higher uh minds greater than theirs come to a mm. realization that they've just let in 10 million people you know, yeah. in like 24 months or something you know whatever it's going to be yes Wow. And in advance, they know what is going to take place. They do the, and they're very smart people. They say, oh, well, guess what? I bet that there is going to be a need to set up tent cities, hopscotching all the way on up the border. They know this in advance and they build those tent cities. Did you see the UN and the United yes, States in these uh, international organizations that for humanitarian reasons are setting up air conditioned tents for the, you know, but there are, but by the way, is there any illegal immigrant that has come up with worn and tattered clothing and shoes? Why do they come up with freshly laundry? I know why they do, but I want you to answer it. They have laundry services, brand new shoes, brand new backpacks, brand new everything. Don't well, I mean, I, you know, I spend a lot of time with the immigrants. I'm on the ground with them for years. I'm with them. And I would say that, you know, you're in this mass migration crisis you're now you're now getting uh people who are kind of from the middle classes especially the venezuelans uh you know which are one of the largest uh kind of categories of migrant coming mm-hmm. through and 
Um, they're coming through on this ostensible humanitarian uh, grounds that I can't go back to Venezuela. Look, look at Venezuela. It's, you know, Maduro and the communists and they ruin the economy and it's a kleptocracy, all of which is true. The thing that's not true is that they're coming from there. Uh, Venezuelans, by and large, left 10 years ago. Uh, the ones that are coming now have not lived in Venezuela. They've been living prosperously with government protection in 15 different countries of Latin America wow. and for years and years. Uh, and that's why when you see Venezuelans, they're usually dressed pretty well, but they realize that they can do better mm. now that the U.S. border is open. Uh, I ask Venezuelans all the time, well, you've been out of Venezuela for six years. Why are you coming now? And the answer is always the same because they're letting us in. Ah, uh, and now and that's, that's not to say that there aren't some very poor, mm -hmm. uh, very poor uh, immigrants like Hondurans, uh, Guatemalans tend to be extremely impoverished, but those are the ones that are getting the kind of UN aid and assistance from the NGOs along the way. Right. Uh, so they're, but they're, they're, they're not wealthy by any stretch. Uh, Hondurans are probably usually the poorest ones, but they feel so confident that they're going to be let in. In fact, they, they should be, it's, it's about a hundred percent chance, maybe 99.5% chance that they're going to be in Chicago or New Orleans or wherever they pick, Houston, Dallas, uh, as soon as they cross the border. And so they are borrowing their smuggling money. And it might be $9,000 or $15,000, but they don't care because, and they're going to have to pay the cartels back for that, um, the smuggling organizations back for that. But they're so confident that they're going to be, be let in to work that they'll pay that off and then many times over and beyond what their smuggling fee was. And that's why they're coming. Mm. Wow. Um, you and I have been getting together and, and, and of course you do a lot of interviews, but I, I hope you recall that uh, when I first started, you know, bringing you on and you were educating me, um, man, we certainly have come a long way. And, um, you were concerned then, and you were expressing your concern about what was to come and well-documented in your books. Okay, I wanna take your temperature now. We've gotten to the point where we've crossed a threshold. It's the point of no return to reverse it. I like um, Tom Holman saying, when, you know, when I come back in, we're gonna have the biggest deportation operation known to all of mankind, but it's gonna require um, you know, that airlift type of, you know, uh, military response to the damage that's been caused. But to you, um, have we reached the point of no concern? What's your biggest concern? And you know what is coming in the future for not stopping this thing. Tell us about that. What's your concern? Well, you know, the, the mass migration, the Biden mass migration crisis, and make no mistake, it is his. He started it on an inauguration day with particular policies that I outline in my book. Uh, this is a hundred percent policy driven on purpose by this particular administration and the people in it. And he, okay, he has okayed it at every step of the way. 
uh, we've entered a new phase of this. It's we're in the third year now, finishing the third year of it. And the new phase is the the largest volumes uh, of of the entire crisis. Uh, we've we've every year we we start a new record, we establish a new benchmark, a new higher benchmark, and break all the last benchmarks. So the numbers that we're seeing now are truly astounding, even to me. I I can't even believe how many are coming across now. Uh, about a year ago, the intelligence community put a prediction out saying that we could have, after Title 42 ended, that was the pandemic uh, pushback policy, which was a, a bit of a speed bump uh, to a, a really ferocious mass migration, uh, that we would have anywhere from 12,000 a day to as high as 18,000 a day. And we are now uh, six months out of Title 42, and we're there, man. We are in the intelligence community prediction that was made publicly. The Biden administration parroted it. Everybody acknowledged that we were going to have this many after Title 42, and we are having that many. We're having 14,000 days. We're having 10,000 days. We're having 15,000 days now. Um, the numbers that are coming across, if you count all the different programs and the gotaways, the known gotaways, uh, it looks like we're in excess of 400,000 a month now, instead of in the past 250,000 or 200,000. Um, it looks like we're, we're doubling. Uh, and it's going to be like that for another year, at least until the election. And if Tom Homan doesn't get in there, uh, if it's if it's uh, if Biden stays, uh, then you might as well just write off the Immigration and Nationality Act as a law and put it in the same category with the federal marijuana law, mm. which everybody just universally ignores. It's just not a thing anymore. Forget it. It's just going to be an open borders for millions and millions of more people. They're not interested in stopping it. But the numbers are the numbers. And people that are far smarter than Todd Benzman in the uh, U.S. intelligence community predicted this. And that's exactly what's happening. Mm. And when I say you're well documented, your uh, most recent publishing is titled Overrun. And let's be specific. The subtitle is how Joe Biden unleashed the greatest, uh, what is the, unleashed the greatest border crisis in U.S. history. And it's deliberate. It's not a failed policy, as I was re referring. It's failed on our side, of course. I say failed. It's intentional uh, and very successful. And Joe Biden, yeah, but from, from their from their point of from their point of view, it's fabulously successful. Successful. That's right. They got they got six or eight million people over the border. Yeah, yeah. That's that's absolutely right. Uh, Todd Bensman, um, I will provide the links. I want you to tell everybody how they can stay in contact with you. CIS stands for and give out the website, the Center for the Center for Immigration, Immigration Studies. That's Studies. my employer out right. of Washington. Right. Uh, and then, you know, I write for different all kinds of different pub publications. I'm down there on the border all the time reporting. Right. You can follow me on Twitter or mm -hmm. it's X now. Uh, Benzman Todd yeah, uh, right. X. I'm also on so uh, Truth Social and Getter. 
and my website is toddbensman.com. You can find everything there. Right. Fantastic. Um, sir, where are you on to? Are you going to go see uh, the mayor in New York City and find out where he got those numbers that he just recently uh, released to the public and the thousands they're receiving? This is a big political debacle, but where are you off to? Are you going to stay down on the border or are you going to go to the, the, the point of destination? in these sanctuary cities i'm actually i'm i'm actually leaving the country here for about a month i'm going to go to um hungary poland uh the balkans and i'm going to visit a bunch of uh walls they're building building a lot of walls down there and i'm going to go take a tour of some european walls for about a month and i'll try to write and i'll probably do some tweeting and or whatever xing yeah, uh, but I'm gonna I'm gonna take a break from our border for a little while, but I'll be back with a vengeance to our border and Mexico in January, because these next uh, this next year is going to be very important and very pivotal. Mm -hmm. uh, if the if the if America votes the wrong way, or the tallies come up the wrong way, uh, you know it's going to be uh you know uh, put america on a very new trajectory that's politely said it's dunsky <laughs> if we don't if we don't have a regime change you know uh to a regime that's not doing what they're doing uh you know i'm i'm uh i'm gonna throw this out as an idea not just sucking up to you as my guest you need to get t-shirts made and publish them on your web and put them on your website it says todd bensman was right all along <laughs> yeah. isn't it true yeah i don't know man i mean i mean it you've been right i'm, I'm gonna say that mo most everything i i've written about the book if you read the book over yes. uh you know it's the it's i documented the first two years of the crisis and i established a trajectory uh but before i wrote that book i wrote columns saying that this was going to happen. Yeah, I wrote a bunch of columns and reportage saying we're going to have a huge mass migration crisis, the likes of which the country has never seen. If this, if the Democrats win in 2020 mm. and take office, well, they took office and it started that day. It literally started that day, mm. just like. But it, but it it wasn't brilliance on my part. It was. Uh, being down there on the ground in Mexico and interviewing the immigrants mm -hmm. who were already coming. They were coming, uh, and I was reporting. They're saying that they're coming because they think any one of those Democrats is going to win. Yeah. And they were listening to what the Biden and Harris campaign was saying that they were going to do. Mm. They said it. They broadcast it, what they were going to do. And then they followed through. So, I mean, it wasn't brilliance on my part. It was just, they said what they were going to do. Now, and if and you know anything about immigration, you you know that the immigrants were listening to every single word of it and acting on it. Right. You remember early on, uh, last last thought here, um, early on, I think it was you, you were down, down on the border and um, you had uh, uh, photos, images, and interviews of people with... Joe Biden campaign t-shirts on and they were really excited that Joe Biden was going to provide an opportunity for them. 
Um, but, but even the, though even the ones even the ones that weren't wearing T-shirts mm-hmm. were saying when I would ask them why are you coming now and they're like because all the polls are showing that the Biden's going to win mm-hmm. and we're going to we we want to be there for the day he wins so we can come in. Wow! I mean, wow. I had dozens of them tell me that. Yeah. And the dozens, ma- dozens, and the mainstream media uh, suppressing all of this information. That ultimately, your information totally. versus theirs, I, I, right? Yeah, I would call it suppression uh, for sure. Yeah. All right. I, I mean, I was a I was a mainstream reporter for twenty plus years. Mm-hmm. I know I know how we think. Mm-hmm. and how we were thinking in the newsrooms, for sure. Yes, sir. Uh, Todd Bensman, it's always an honor to have you on. Thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule. Good luck to you. We'll be following your your travels outside of the continental United States. Uh, be safe, and we'll uh, hopefully get to, I don't know if you're going to be doing interviews when you're out there, but if you do, we'd like to have you on. Yeah, I think I, I probably will if I can get figure out the European Internet. I'll be out in the boonies. You know, I'll be on the in the you know out in the forests and stuff like that you know mm. i don't know what the internet connections are like out there plus it's an eight hour difference mm. in time so yeah. i might be asleep half the time you're up That's right yeah we so. might uh, <laughs> i think uh uh elon musk might be able to help you out with a starlink backpack He's, oh yeah, yeah. You know, that's right okay. all right <laughs> take care now yep thank you all very right. much Bye-bye. todd benzman all right I want to thank you for making my pillow 2.0 a huge success. Now I'm bringing it to you for the lowest price ever. Get a queen size for only $39.98 with your promo code. My pillow 2.0 is made with my patented adjustable fill. Plus, we've infused the fabric with our temperature regulating technology. You combine that with our brand new mattress topper 2.0, and I guarantee you, you get the best sleep of your life. It's the perfect time to get the My Pillow 2.0s for your friends, family, and everyone you know. They truly make the best Christmas gifts ever. So go to mypillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to save 50%. Get your queen size My Pillow 2.0. Regularly $79.96, now only $39.98. And king size, just $5 more. From all of us at MyPillow, Merry Christmas and God bless. MyPillow.com morning everybody uh today is november 8th 2023 and um uh craig winklowitz and i we did uh, our first uh episode we'll call it an episode it was an introduction um just speaking in general terms as to what we intend to do uh going forward now we're going to get into you know let's say 
our, our routine Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays. Let's take a look at things now. Craig, you, you look at these markets. I mean, this is early in the morning when we're doing this, and you look at them all day, day and night. You're looking at millisecond by millisecond moves, but um, but but Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays are great little snapshots of where we need to go to get everybody up to speed, right? Yeah, it is, Pete. So for me, like you said, I'm doing a lot of trading, intraday trading, and the, the benefit of that is that, you know, I'm in the markets, right? A lot of analysts are out there, they talk, they do a lot of research, but they're not really, they don't have their, you know, they're not knee deep in the, in the market. So for me, the, the Monday, Wednesday, Friday um, timeframe seems to be good because we can give you a nice overview. Uh, we, can, we can walk through what's going on, you know, over the weekend, what's coming that week. Midweek, we check in, we see what's going on, we talk about it, we see what's coming, you know, what's happening the rest of the week. And then Friday we recap and we can do that over and over again. And the, 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 the concept here is to educate, to uh, show you real time, another way to look at the markets, to be able to look into the, um, it, we're, we're gonna use charts because charts are an easy way to take numbers and put them on, on a screen. And it's easy, again, visual sonics, right? So we're gonna be doing some talking, we're gonna be doing some showing. And the concept here is to bring that all together and change the way you look at things and not overload, right? But the key is to educate and to inform so that you're more, you're, you're in a better position to make decisions for yourself going forward, whatever that may be. Um, we'd like to develop, you know, the mind, the spectrum that we talked about on, on, on uh, Monday. And we went kind of easy on Monday, right? We're, we're, we really do need to do some education here. And, but the expectations going forward are that, you know, we're really going to try to stay connected because if we stay connected, right, that's going to really facilitate the learning process mm -hmm. and it's going to facilitate your keeping up with things. So just like you check the weather, right? What's going to happen the rest of this week? What's going to happen on Wednesday, Thursday, you kind of plan your week. Oh, I need to mow my grass, you know, that kind of stuff, right? So you're thinking about the weather. Same thing here, right? We're going to look at these markets. And we're going to make an assessment. Is there anything we need to be paying attention to this week? Because there are points in time where things change. Last week, we had the Federal Reserve meeting. Federal Reserve went on pause, right? That has implications for a lot of different things. And what we want to do is kind of take that top-down approach, look at the markets, look at what's happening, assess it, and then go through our process, right? What's going on with currency? What's going on with the debt markets? And then we start adding the things in there, such as crude oil the gold market, um, agricultural markets, um, you know, there's a lot of different sectors. So those are the expectations going forward. Education, you know, staying connected, staying involved, staying together, right? Being connected, Good. being in our, this community. We're going to try to build a community here where you're connected. Good. All right. So I see it as, and by the way, uh, everyone just uh, like, what is my role here? Um, we're, we're, um, I'm I'm the common man like like everybody that's that's tuned in the common person, um, you know I have a talk show I have a a decent understanding of the financial markets just because I've been a financial wingnut actually I'll I'll use this the, the story back in 1999 I think it was Gerald Salente said buy gold at 295 dollars an ounce and I had a lot of money in the bank you know at a young age but I'm so conservative, I just didn't do it. But I was just as enthusiastic about watching it go up. And I did invest, I 
left it to cash. Um, so I followed this stuff. So I understand how to take these complex theories and things as to how you look at the market, what they're saying to people, and then translate it into a language that everybody can understand. That's my role. So I'm learning along with everybody else. There's, I see it as two buckets of people that, that can pay attention to what we're doing. And everybody has a dog in the fight. If you're a money mover, you know, you're a global elite, you got a, a, a hedge fund and you're moving stuff around. You may not, not even be looking at stuff that we're going to show everybody. So you're a money mover. And then also the, the common man has a family. He's got to put food on the table. His consumer, you know, confidence and sentiment about the future going forward is based on what he's seeing the market's doing. If it's going to tank in six months or if it's going to do well, you're going to make a decision. You may not even invest in the stock market, but your expenditures and how you take care of your family is going to be dependent upon, you know, what the markets are doing because everyone has a dog in this fight, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And if nothing else, right, some people are going to want to become more involved in the markets. They're already involved. They may want to become more involved. Um, once they see some different things, some things that we can expose them to. Other people, it's just having a feel for what's going on, right? Being able to make better decisions. And the beauty of what the harmonics do, the thing that I love about it the most is that the way that I approach life is, you know, especially after having, you know, developed and, and you know, I call it becoming custody of this, of this information, you know, is that a custodian of it is that the, you know, I look at the, the harmonics as a framework and then I look at the news and I plug it in there, right? So it's kind of a backwards approach. Most people get the news and then they make their decision. With the harmonics, what we really want to do is we want to take these structures and we want to be objective, right? So we're going to go through that today with, with dollar, crude oil, gold. We're going to show you some examples of how that happens. We get this structure and then we start inserting the information that we get into the structure and i know that takes a leap of faith but that's our job here is bring to, to close that gap right bridge that for for all of us for this community and so you know if we can let's just jump right into the dollar right we talked a little bit about the dollar basket on monday we talked about what makes up that dollar basket right we have dollar on one side we have a group of currencies on the other side and back in early you know mid late spring, early summer, right? We, we, we heard, you know, that, you know, the BRICS nation, the BRICS currency was being developed and the dollar, you know, is in, is in deep peril, right? And then what'd we get? We got a dollar rally, you know, a huge dollar rally. One of the strongest structures, you know, in terms of a rally that we can get. I mean, it was just steady movement up. There's a lot of reasons for why that is a lot to go into today but that's our goal with this community is to slowly unravel that if i hit you with the whole thing today it's going to be too much so what we're going to do is we're going to look at the chart on the dollar right and the the key to this is you know we're going to break this down and we're going to keep it nice and simple right we have these with the harmonics where we start is we get an we get a, a energy buildup zone okay so we take the past we take the present, right? And we take that and that helps us calculate that into the future, right? And so we get a structure for the future. And if we look at this dollar chart, what we see is we see this pink 
rectangle, right? It's just a simple thing. And we see how the market is going to bounce around in that. It's going to develop energy, right? Think of it like a, you know, some sort of a structure bouncing around inside of a glass jar, right? It bounces around, bounces around, building up energy. And then all of a sudden it breaks out. We get these checkpoints along the way. That's really what the harmonics of it, right? Is we get these, just like in musical notes, we get these musical one eights and things like that. We're going to get the same thing here with the, with the harmonic structures in the markets because it really is playing a song to us, playing music. And so if we look at this, we see all these yellow dots, right? These yellow circles. And those are reactions to the harmonics. We use that so that we can see, is the market responding to these harmonic levels. And if it is, then we continue to move forward. If it isn't, if something changes, if we get an unannounced event, then, then the harmonics can fracture and it could break and we have to you know, reassess, move on to another market, think about it in a different way. But if we look at this dollar, what we do, the big thing we wanna focus on are a halfway objective. Think of that like going up a hill, you get to the crest of the hill and then you're over the hill. There's a tendency, once you get over that hill, you're not going back up to the top, right? Gravity is going to pull you over. It's the same thing with these harmonics. We get up to this dark green line. We have it marked on there, pivotal halfway point, harmonic. And then we, once we climb above that, that gives us a new um, safe zone, right? We can lean against that level. And it's just a comfort thing, right? You know, it, we feel comfortable. We, in, in the market, you know, for uh, people who do this, you know, it, it trade these markets, we're always looking for things that how do we protect ourselves? How do we keep ourselves out of trouble? So when we climb above this halfway pivotal level, that becomes a new checkpoint for us, right? We can lean against that level. We want to see how it responds, how it reacts to that level. Once it gets above there, now we're looking for these full objectives and you can see it in, highlighted in the green, um, the green um, shaded area. And that was our target, right? This 105.70 was our first target. Our second target was this 107.07, right? So you get, we see we get up into that green zone, right? We knew this back in April, May, June window, right? We had two signals here. So it was a little bit, not to go into too much detail here, but we get up into this green zone and you can see with your own eyes, you know, the market bounces around inside that green zone. We also have these parallel, this parallel channel, okay? There's a difference here between harmonics and what I call the truth. And then there's the manipulation that goes on in the markets, right? And some of it, some of it, some of it's innocent. Some of it's innocent manipulation. Some of it is, um, you know, nefarious manipulation. This is actually, you know, this is okay manipulation, right? We have these these purple channels. It's outside of the harmonics. The market comes back down into this. You can see the reaction to these purple lines, right? Especially on the bottom. We want to be looking at the bottom. I, if I could uh, uh, interject, uh, if I yeah. may. Um, so everyone's hearing new terms. Don't be scared away by the new terms at all. Remember the first episode, um, we're giving you a set of goggles, right? Is the visual side of things. Um, and then the listening side, you're going to hear new terms. And how, how does that affect me? Um, let me ask you something. Are there, um, like the, the elite of the elite the, of the elite, the big money movers, institutional investors, hedge funds, so on and so forth. Are they applying all of these principles that we're going to talk about? Um, 
So, you know, like I said, I've been through graduate school. I, t- I have connections all over the place. Um, this is different than I, I've never run across anybody who looks at markets like this. Um, I'm not to say there aren't people out there like that, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, it, it, it catches people by surprise, you know, and it takes a little while. That's the big thing is it takes a little while to see this. And that's the, that's just like with you, right? You know, it's like two years, you know, and then all of a sudden now you see the harmonics and it's like, there you are, right? You're like, right. you have an interest in it. Yeah. And it that's my next, that's our gap that's my next is point. to speed that process up. Here's my next point. And I'm going to turn it back over to you. Um, um, so uh, on the, you know, let's say the consumer, I call a steak and potatoes people, the common man, you know, that's running a family. You're living paycheck to paycheck. You can't afford to be making mistakes. Put something on a credit card. Maybe you want to buy it. You know, uh, a car. Do I do that? How's is my job stable? So on and so forth. Um, with the money movers, the institutional investors, and the hedge fund man, hedge fund managers, they should be looking at this. And also, um, somebody like me and the average man, we should be looking at this. We should know. For instance, I was never taught when I was 10, 11 years old to have three, 400 bucks in my pocket. Nobody ever taught me checkbook management. Nobody ever taught me how to build a small business at a very young age and roll the profits in and scale a business up. I went into the Marine Corps with $19,000 in the bank. You know how many other 18 year olds had $19,000 in the bank? Probably none. It was never taught and it is never taught. It's never taught checkbook management or, or how to look at things. So here, We've got our goggles, and now you're going to start learning. If you hear new terms, don't worry about it. We're, we're going to get your your listening, right, and your your audible spectrum tuned in with this. Um, now, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to share with everybody. We say two years. Craig and I have been together. Just yesterday, you, you sent some charts, and I'm looking at it. I had a busy day, and I caught out of my periphery. Um, I'm going to start sharing with you the previous messages because it's very informative and I read and I'm looking at it and I've been learning um, in our community that Craig will tell you about here in just a little bit. I'm, I'm going to share some examples of what he was showing me and what he was saying to it. That way you can just kind of, you can get your, you know, your, your, your hearing and your, uh, uh, and your, your vision tuned in with what I've been learning. So that way, you don't have to take two because I'm dumb as a box of paper clips. You may uh, be a quick study here. So I'm going to share that in our community. Those previous posts that you gave to me, they got me caught up to speed and energized. And you know I'm committed to this teaching and learning experience, right? Right. Okay. Are we live? Yeah, wait. Yeah, we are. Uh, I want you to uh, pick up where we left off. That was a mouthful of stuff um, for this excerpt. Uh, I'm going to put up some of the charts that you're going to refer to, but for right now. And technically, by the way, we'll be able to do this here in the coming days. He'll be able to hit a button and put the chart up, speak to it, and um, uh, we'll be able to do it real time. Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays. Grab your cup of coffee, sit in with us, and... You know, you'll all begin to love the smell of Armageddon in the morning. Here we go. <laughs> all right. So picking up with the dollar, the the uh, what we want to do is look at this in pretty simple terms, right? There's a little complexity here, but we really have an energy buildup zone at the bottom, 
right? This is where we're going to originate a signal. So when you hear me jump in and say, hey, we have this new harmonic structure in this market, this is what this is where we're going to, this will be the genesis of that process, right? We're, we'll, we'll see this energy zone. And then from there, we're going to be assessing the market and we're going to be looking at these different targets. And we're just going to really keep it that simple, right? I mean, we're going to add complexity to it and layer it on over time. But right now, let's just keep it simple. You know, we have this pink energy zone buildup, and then we have this green uh, shaded zone. It's our objective. And there's actually two objectives there. And that's what makes this one a little bit a little bit um, uh, different than, than some of the other ones we'll see is that we actually get this zone that we've laid out at the top. Market finds that zone. Right. And then all these yellow circles along the way are checkpoints for us to see where the harmonics and how they're responding to the market, you know, how the market and how the harmonics are working together as one. And if we don't see these reactions, these harmonics, then we, we, we're not going to, we're surely not going to put any money behind it. And we're not going to base any big picture decisions off of it. So the, the, the big things here are, um, you know, we reached this target objective. We bounce around in this range for a little while, and then we break down. We break down into this, what we're gonna call an accumulation zone, right? That's these two purple downward sloping lines, this other channel. This is a this is the, the place where fund managers, right, are gonna be accumulating a market, right? They were behind on the dollar. They got lost, and now it's time for them to play catch up, right? So they're accumulating, dollars in here right this could be global global funds around the world this could be governments this could be businesses international businesses this could be a lot of different people who are behind the curve that need to have dollars right and again we're going to cover this over and over and over again right the dollar is so critical and the debt market is so critical that's going to be the spine of this we're going to keep coming back to the dollar we're going to keep coming back to the debt markets and we're just going to keep building and building and building so what we did on monday was lay out a little bit of groundwork for the dollar so we understand what it is then we're just going to build and build and build. And what we want to do, our big takeaway from this chart, where we are right now, okay, we went from the pink zone to the green zone, all right? We looked at this green halfway harmonic. That was a big checkpoint for us. And then all these yellow ellipses, the little circles on there, are were checkpoints against the harmonic structure. Where we are now is you can see we have it labeled there, critical point. And that was the spot where, you know, could the bricks scenario be starting to unfold right we had this objective play out but now we're we don't know what's going to happen next right but what we do have are we still have these structures we still we have an idea of who's behind the curve who's trying to accumulate and buy right get dollars right they have to go out and get dollars it sounds simple living in the u.s but when you're outside the u.s it's not always as easy as you think so, and there aren't as many dollars out there sometimes as people might think as well. But where we are now, as you can see this last little uh, yellow circle on here, we're back up against that, that 105.70. And this is a critical, so we were at a critical point. The dollar could have failed right below that purple line. Now that we're back up against this green zone, this is what we want to see the dollar do if we're a dollar bull or we want the dollar to go higher is we want it to climb back into the zone because what it will what that will tell us is that this thing has been pushed hard right again right because the dollar continues to get pushed hard 
and now it's climbed back into the zone. So against the will of all the central banks who want this dollar down, right? Against the will of governments who want this dollar down, against the will of the globalists, right? Who want this dollar to go down, against the will of everybody who seems to want this dollar to go down, especially the wealthy, because they want the dollar to go up because that creates inflation. And we're gonna cover some of that too. Inflation, deflation, what those, what those two things mean, how they relate to currency, how they relate to debt markets. So keeping this simple again, we go pink zone to green zone. We fell below the green zone. You know, now the dollar's climbing back into that zone. And and what does this mean to, to the common person? What does this mean for you and me? It means that the world wants dollars, right? For all the things that we don't do well, right? We don't spend money well. You know, our, we're not managing our military well, right? There's a lot of things that we, you you know the list, right? Just as well as I do. All those things that you you follow in the news, right? The things that we don't do well as a country, and yet the dollar is yeah. climbing back. Okay, I have to interject with some commentary here, of course. Yeah. Uh, I believe that, uh, you know, the, the powers that be that run to the podium, get in front of the camera, running our government, they should um, all be required to take a test they have to run a lemonade stand two weeks profitably before they can go in office, you know, and, and then just separate them out. Half of them won't be able to do it, you know? And, and, and when you give them a trillion dollars, like if we put common people in Washington, DC, we fired everybody in Congress and put the common man in, they wouldn't know how to spend a trillion bucks. We would save money just by replacing these people. Right, <laughs> that's true. The lemonade stand test. I love it. That's yeah. So, with the dollar, you know, that's where we're at. Let's just tuck that away. Let's put that visual in our head, right? And let's, you know, we'll check in on Friday, right? That's the goal of this, right? We're gonna. This is a reason to check back in on Friday, right? And figure out what we're up to, where the markets are, because this is a critical, critical thing. We want to see what does what does what do. The, where does the where is the market on Friday? Is it back up in this green zone, right? And then with that, you know, let's move on to the crude oil market, right? So um, this will be part of our learning curve, but it's also, you know, tied into the dollar. And you know, same kind of a thing, right? We see a pink dot on the left hand side of the chart. That's where we got our harmonic structure. And then we see this pink zone, and we break below. And you can see all these little horizontal lines, light blue, light green, light blue. Then we have a dark, that's our checkpoint again, right? So look at that hill. Think of that like that hill, right? We get down, see how we hit it? We hit it, we hit it one, two, three, four, five, six times. And we can't break through it. Not since we can't sustain holding below it. And then we bounce, right? We bounce back up to these checkpoint harmonic levels, little sub checkpoints. We break through it, right? And look at how many times it goes back up and tests it. So what happened here is the floor now becomes the ceiling, okay? And we bounce up against it one, two, three, four, five, six times, okay? And then our target was 79.37, right? Against, again, why would the crude oil go down when we're in a war, you know, on the, on the perimeter of, of the Middle East? Why would the dollar go down? It, mm. This is the beauty of the harmonics, right? Is that we get this harmonic structure and then we come back and we backfill it with news. We have to question right now, why is the dollar coming down? Or why is the crude oil coming down in this particular situation, right? Why is crude oil coming down in the midst of, of the global scene that we're in, right? The scenario that we're in. So we hit our target, 
again, without going into too much detail right now, we had a suspicion that when it broke 79.37, it was going to go through. Okay, and it was going to go through pretty hard because it spent so much time resisting that level. So think of it like a magnet, right? It's, the market wants to go into these harmonic levels. They don't. There's no fighting it. They like to go into these harmonic levels, right? It's natural. The, we hit this target, and we blow right through it because it was so. It spent so much time not reaching down and grabbing that that full harmonic, right? That magnetic point, that happy spot for it. And 85% of the time when it gets down to this level, maybe 90, maybe 95, somewhere in that range, depends upon how we look at it. Market's going to bounce. It's done. It's done at this point, right? You know, we can just pretty much walk away from it, tuck it away, wait for another harmonic if we're a trader. If we're someone who's looking at this for, you know, how we're going to make decisions in our life, crude oil is an expensive, it's expensive for all of us. Every one of us puts gas in our car. And, you know, it's like a tax. So if, if crude oil goes up, it's going to be more expensive for us to, to live about our daily lives. <clears throat> In this case, crude oil goes through, right? It's through its full objective. It's going back down into some residu residual zones that we had from a long time ago. And we're, we're, we're using those, right? They're not as effective as a new harmonic, but we do hold on to these levels because there's a memory in the market. There's a, the, the past does equal the future to some extent. So, that's what we're looking at in, in the crude oil market. We there's almost there's a very high probability, right, that the that crude oil is going to come back up and test seventy nine thirty seven. Okay, that would be another checkpoint for the harmonic. Okay, we want to see does it come back up and test seventy nine thirty seven, and if it does, what does it do there? Okay, we were doing this with the Nasdaq for the last month or two with UP and and also with Dr. Kirk and our and you know we've been working together on some things and and so we 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 kind of started off again with the with the Nasdaq you know, four, six weeks ago, looking at that. And it's the same kind of a thing, right? It broke through and, and, um, broke down. Now it climbed back above. It, it came back and retested its full harmonic, right? And not only that, the fed pause pushed it back up through there. So again, these markets are all connected, right? That's the key is we're thinking about the dollar. What's the dollar doing? Where is it? Can it climb back up into that green zone? We have the crude oil market. It broke, it hit its full downside target at 79.37. You can see it hesitated there but it didn't stop there. We'd like to see a little bit more of a reaction there. So the fact that it blew through wasn't a surprise to us, but what will be a surprise is if crude oil does not come back up and test 79.37. And so that's what we'll check in on Friday. We're gonna check in on that. Now let's go on to the gold market, right? We'll take a quick look at the gold market because this is a new one that's farming, right? So dollar, done, crude oil, done, right? Gold just broke through its objective yesterday or two days ago friday actually i think it, we, we had a little bit of a breakthrough again we see the pink dot on the left hand side right that's when we got our harmonic structure we see this this pink breakout zone energy buildup you can see it trades across the zone for you know pretty good amount of times we did break above and that's an old signal so let's again these are details we'll get into but generally speaking if you look at that chart you'll see that the market spent a lot of time inside that pink zone and we and we look at the the darker pink dot on the left hand side that's where we got the signal so that's what we want to see we want to see that energy build up in that zone we break below and what are we looking for we're looking for our first checkpoint that blue horizontal line that's the downside one eighth harmonic at one at 1972 and 10 cents you can see now we have two yellow circles there right how is the gold market responding to those to that harmonic and it is you know not not 
the first test was perfect. The second test, we broke through a little bit, but generally speaking, it's held that level. So our next checkpoint on the downside is going to be $1,955.20. And you know, it's funny, you're like, why is, why does he put 20 cents on there? Well, it, these harmonics can be that, uh, that accurate where it literally goes to like the dollar, you know, uh, you know, it came within two pips, right? Which is the way we measure Forex market uh, after that massive move. So these harmonics can be that, that accurate um, at looking into the future. We're still not going to call it prediction. We're just going to call it, you know, um, a structure into the future. And so we do talk in, in that level of, of I want to, um, I want to, I want to precision interject real time. I got, I just got a message. You ready? So everybody's sitting there thinking, oh my goodness, things go up and down between now and Friday. Uh, well, what the heck do I care? How's it going to impact my life? You ready? Now, everybody hearing my voice, this is why you want to tune in. Both sides of the spectrum. Big money movers, hedge fund managers, people that are managing the Department of Treasury. You should be paying attention to what's going on here so that you can protect, you know, our valuable assets. An individual, Cinda. Um, Hey, Pete, I'm 73 years old. I'm a widow. Uh, I could sure use some ideas on what to do to protect myself. I live alone in my home, which I moved into about five months ago. I purchased water, food, a gun. Don't really know how to use it. So there you go. If you have any ideas, I'm all ears. So so what do we do with this information we get? Cinda, she's sitting right. there listening. And I say, right. okay, Cinda, here's the deal. We're looking, like when we say, we're looking at crude. Why is it going up down to dollar, all these things? Don't go buy an SUV if we think that the cost per barrel of oil is going to be 250 bucks, you know, down the road. You may want to, you know, conserve a little bit, get a fuel efficient vehicle, right? Because everybody's got to drive around. So you're going to hear this information and make decisions based on that type of stuff. Another thing, the dollar up, down, gold, silver. I've got cash. Do I go buy some silver and some gold to kind of hedge on inflation with the devaluation of the dollar, maybe balance that out and protect my nest egg? Every person can make a decision based on the information we're going to give, correct? Yeah, that's exactly right, Pete. I think your analogy to not buying an SUV when the crude oil market is, it also factors into expectations. Every single day, week, you know, you're filling up your gas tank. It, it does impact the bottom line. So when crude oil goes down, that's beneficial for us, the common man, right? You know, and, and with gold, right? So if you're, if you send a, if you're, if you're preparing for, you know, you know, things that you think are going to happen, which a lot of us do, you know, what you can do with this gold signal is we love gold, right? You know, gold is a great thing to hold. You know, the question is how much? 5%, 10% of your, your assets, you know, these are things that we can justify, you know, if we look at true asset allocation work, you know, so where do I put my money? Stocks, bonds, real estate, and a little bit in gold, right? How much in gold? Again, you know, that's... Um, and you have to balance it out because if I have pallets of gold, I build Fort Knox, and I don't have any guns and we're expecting, you know, uh, doom and gloom that yeah, everyone's looking at. Well, well right. if you didn't buy it, That's if right. you didn't balance it out to protect your gold, people are going to walk in and take your stuff. So you have to balance all that out. When we say go buy guns, go buy bullets. For what reason? Protect your domicile from whatever. Yeah. Thieves, you know, in your neighborhood, right? 
<laughs> and it can help you. So for instance, let's just say that this gold harmonic plays out to the downside. Okay. Our target in that would be eight, $1,854 exactly. Okay. So if that's the case, right. And you had $10,000 that you were going to put in a gold, right. You know, this was already something you wanted to do. You know, this isn't giving you, telling you what to do, right? This is just saying if this, you know, you, you're like, hey, look, we have this harmonic. If it goes down to 1854 and I was going to put $10,000 into gold as part of my overall, you know, you know, future safety portfolio of food, water, you know, um, <clears throat> ways to protect yourself, you can now buy more gold, right? Because it's now cheaper. You know, so we'd love to buy things cheaper, right? So if this gold harmonic plays out and if you can afford a little bit of time to see this play out, and typically a signal like this, a monthly signal is gonna take us about six to eight weeks. Gold can sometimes act very, very fast, right? My experience of doing this for 25 to 30 years is that gold can be play out very quickly, right? On the upside and the downside. Mm -hmm. um, so it may not be six to eight weeks, right? But the point is that would be a typical, you know, statistical time frame for this to, to play out. It should that it, should this play out? So we're just going to check it along the way. If we're going to trade this, we're going to use these harmonic levels to, to manage risk against. Right? There's something that the big institutions talk about is how do we manage our risk? Right? Those are the kind of things we want to give to the common man to, to all of us. Right? Is that how do we manage our risk in this? Well, this is a perfect situation of how you can manage your risk. If gold comes down to you know, so our checkpoint in gold will be. $1,921.50. If gold comes down to the halfway level, right? Again, we're cresting that hill, but think of it on the downside. We get on the other side of this 1921.50, then at that point, you know, we can feel secure against that level and we can, you know, sit on hold longer, right? Till we get to 1854. And at that point we say, now could be the time. I've been waiting for a reason why to buy this gold you know, it's come down. I, I basically sat on the sideline. I wanted to buy gold already anyway. I already had this money set aside to buy gold. It's now $1,854. That's a spot to come in. And what we call, we, we add to our position, right? So if we're already buying gold, that's where we come in and we say, okay, now we're going to buy some more gold, right? This is a, this is a point. And if we're a trader, the nice thing about this is we can buy it. And if we're wrong, we get out like that. Right. And it's no big deal. If we're right, we sit on it and we let it go for a long time. Right. So in, in the, the philosophy of trading, the philosophy of anything in life is if, you know, cut your losses short and let your winners run. Right. So what that means is know where we're wrong. Right. Be able to measure where we're wrong. And then when we're right, sit on our hands. Right. Let it work. Right. If our concept, if our thesis is right, let it work. Right. And that's really what we want to do here. So we've looked at dollar, you know, and, and I know a lot of people don't place much importance on the dollar, but if you stay with us, if you stay in this community, right, if you stay involved Monday, Wednesday, Friday with us, you're going to see that the dollar is very, very important. Right. And this is the kind of thing, expanding that harmonics, expanding that spectrum, right. You know, can't, getting can't call it, can't, ourselves can't. out of our comfort zone and saying the dollar is important. We see why it's, when you say, I now see why the dollar is important. That's a checkpoint for you that, you know, you've learned something along the way. Well, it is common to everybody hearing our voice. So let's call it an anchor, right? So, so let's look at the dollar because yeah, right. You, you say, let's focus on the dollar. The dollar's important. The dollar's important to everyone. Some people have little, some people have a lot, and all other things are interdependent based on how the dollar flows. Correct? 
Yeah. Yeah, and it's, um, remember, it's the global reserve currency for a reason. The whole world transacts trillions of dollars a day in, in the dollar, whether it's, you know, some other currency to the dollar, the dollar to some other currency, right? It's the most trusted currency in the world still, even with as bad as we mismanage it, it's still the most trusted currency. So it's it's everywhere. It's pervasive everywhere. It's through every, it filters through everything. The, the problem is nobody teaches this stuff, right? Nobody teaches us how important the dollar is, how important understanding what the debt market's doing is, right? Because off of those two things, we can build into these other markets. We can build into gold. We can build into crude. We can build into the agricultural market. We can look at these different things that, that do add up and make a difference. And that's, and that's, so that's what we want to do, right? We want to educate and then we want to show you this stuff in real time, right? And then we want to educate, show you this stuff in real time. And it's not an overnight process. You know, we're not claiming that this is an overnight process. The goal is to, you know, join the community, right? You know, I mean, Pete's done a great job of setting this up. You know, it's, we, te- you know, th- he's got it set up where you can text ULTRA, U-L-T-R-A, ULTRA to 1-844-837-5132. And you can stay a part of this community. And the goal of that is to continue to educate and and watch these markets play out in real time. Watch this process over and over again. And when we do that, we build confidence, right? And when we start to build confidence, we want to learn more. You know, it's it's a building, you know, we learn to do two plus two, right? And then we do more sophisticated stuff after that. And that's where we're at. We're at the beginning here, right? We're just scratching the surface in our, our evolution. Yeah. And and but we have but we have to tune in and we have to this this is a process where we have to work at it. And that's why we've set aside three days a week, you know, try to make these pretty quick sessions, but just be consistent about it and show you how this process works, give you a whole new concept of framework for how this process can work. Yeah. Final commentary here and tell me if you agree with this. Uh, Our objective first and foremost, as we came together is God centered period. Um, There are God signals and we have godly intentions, A and B. Here's my hidden agenda. Guess what it is? Everyone that speaks to us from TV to financial markets, you know, and careers to politicians, they live on a very short cycle, uh, a four-year term, a two-year term, or a career politician, right? Um, They only care about, and the spending and the debt that goes up. Uh, All they care about is the money they're going to make, the name, their name being on a bridge or a post office or whatever and they're gone, and we're stuck with the credit card bill. I want to begin a trend, even if you're listening right now, and you squandered everything, and you're living paycheck to paycheck, right? This is John Ritzheimer, and you are listening to the Pete Santilli Show. ERA Ultra to 1-844-837-5132, and you can stay a part of this community. And mm-hmm. the goal of that is to continue to educate and and watch these markets play out in real time watch this process over and over again and when we do that we build confidence right and when we start to build confidence we want to learn more you know it's it's a building you know we learn to do two plus two right and then we do more sophisticated stuff after that and that's where we're at we're at the beginning here right we're just scratching the surface in our our evolution and and but we have but we have to tune in and we have to this this is a process where we have to work at it and that's why we've set aside three days a week 
you know, try to make these pretty quick sessions, but just be consistent about it and show you how this process works, give you a whole new concept of framework for how this process can work. Yeah. Final commentary here and tell me if you agree with this. Uh, Our objective, first and foremost, as we came together is God centered, period. Um, There are God signals and we have godly intentions, A. And B, here's my hidden agenda. Guess what it is? Everyone that speaks to us from TV to financial markets, you know, and careers to politicians, they live on a very short cycle, uh, a four-year term, a two-year term, or a career politician, right? Um, They only care about, and the spending and the debt that goes up. Uh, all they care about is the money they're going to make, the, the name, their name being on a bridge or a post office or whatever, and they're gone. And we're stuck with the credit card bill. I want to begin a trend, even if you're listening right now, and you squandered everything, and you're living paycheck to paycheck, write down on a piece of paper for your future generations, for your grandchildren, for your grandchildren's children, that this is how we really screwed this thing up. We ran $33 trillion in debt. You know, we ran up our credit cards. We took on student loan debt. There's, you know, uh, 850,000 more attorneys than we actually need because they all went to school and, you know, and, and basically got a law degree. And there, there's, we have way more attorneys. But what? why did they do that? Because they wanted to make money in student loan debt. Well, let's get rid of that. How do we manage the next 10 to 20 years and future generations invest in that. Nobody is teaching that. They, the politician cares about what you're going to spend today. Right, right. And And you'll hear a lot of people, you hear a lot of people out there saying, you know, well, contact your politician, you know, tell them what you think. The problem with that is sometimes you aren't educated. You know, the more educated you are, the more you can make a, a strong point with them and say, no, I'm, I know what I'm talking about now and, and, you know, and you can walk them through what it means, you know, what this debt really means, you know, and you can stand your ground. So you, it arms you, even if you just want to be politically involved, right. And you want to make a difference, which we should, Mm -hmm. this can help you in that process because you'll understand what is, and we'd like to cover that on Friday. That was part of our goal this week was to cover the debt market, the yield curve, that kind of stuff. Again, just basic, basic stuff on Friday, but that's where we want to go on Fridays. We want to cover the debt market. We want to get into exactly what Pete's talking about. We just don't have enough time here, and you know, but we want to cover that. And, and we, I think we can do a good job on that on Friday. So you know, yeah. if you can come back on Friday, tune in. We'll do our best to to do a great job explaining what the debt market is. That's right, and, and give you an understanding so that you're ready, you're informed, and you're you're starting to build a basis, starting to build a foundation. Right now, uh, as we build our quote unquote community, we have individuals that, and everybody has different needs. We're at different stages of awareness and awakening. Cinda, uh, she's 73 years old. Here's part of the advice. Cinda, here are the ideas. First things first. Um, I want you to text ULTRA to 844-837-5132. Okay? And get in the mix. You're going to hear your voice. If anything, it's valuable in that context. And now, Cinda, what I want you to do at 73 years old, you have family members. I want you to get out. I'm going to show you something here. When the internet turns off, if it does, or let's say you break your computer, you lose all that data. I have books 
and I'm handwriting my notes contemporaneously as we go. And I want you today, all right, text, drop in, and I just want you to start writing notes that you can hand on to your grandchildren and your children and say, this is what I learned at this very tumultuous time in American history on this November 8th of 2023. And just start doing that. And I want everybody to do that. Uh, pass that on to the next generation. That's what we're selling here. We're selling A, authenticity with a God-centered approach so that we protect future generations 10, 20 years down the road. No politician's going to do that. I don't go to politicians anymore. I don't even listen to the weaponization hearings because I believe that Congress is part of that weapon um, that's being used against America. They sit there, they complain, and then they hand the FBI, you know, all the money they need to come point guns at, you know, people that walked in the rotunda taking a selfie. Congress is part, if not the greatest weapon of our government. But we, the people coming together, um, it's the greatest solution to all of our problems. So, sir, thank you very much. Great segment here. Um, everybody, stay connected, like-minded individuals. Um, share like crazy. Get on our list, and let's let's have fun with this. I mean, it's it's actually an exciting time. It's an exciting time, isn't it? Where human beings come awake to a lot of beautiful things, right? Yeah. Well, you know, we've really been. We've been propagandized for a good 60 years, you know, and, you know, this is really, you know, I just wish that schools would teach more of this kind of stuff, you know, yeah. I mean, you know, I went to graduate school. I mean, I studied all this stuff on asset management, you know, the whole thing in the end, you know, it, the school isn't really set up to teach you the stuff that we're dealing with in today's world. Mm. And, um, that's why we want to bridge that gap. You know, we, we do want to make this fun. You know, Pete will make it fun. Hopefully I can help make it fun too. But, you know, I mean, you know, so the thing is, you know, we, uh, we got it. There's part of it. We got to get to work too. You know, we got to look at the charts. That's right. We're going to keep this simple, but you know, there is some technical part of it. Just bear with us on that. You know, after a while you're going to see a chart. It's going to be boom. I see it. I don't even need to think about it. Craig doesn't need to cover it. I'll probably have to cover it for new people that come along because we always have to do that. But the goal will be to have fun here and make this, you know, a fun process. All right. Right now, I have two visuals. I'm going to put them on the screen. Okay. Just going forward. Um, two visuals on the screen. The audible spectrum. Your ears are capable of hearing within a certain range of frequencies. You know, and picture like dog whistles, right? What is a dog whistle? It's in a frequency range outside of the human ear, but a dog can hear it, right? It's outside. Um, or, you know, lower rumblings of an earthquake. You might start to feel it as the frequencies vibrate and, and start disturbing your internal components, but you can't necessarily hear it. It's outside at the other end of the spectrum, the visual spectrum, right? I'm going to put those charts up. So going forward, when you look at a chart, okay, just picture this. What's happening outside of what we can see in here? And boom. Uh, and then when you turn on CNBC and they're telling you about, you know, we could have never seen this uh, coming. It was a black swan event. And no, that's not correct. You will be smarter than the person that's lying to you on TV. Because what they're trying to do is once it makes it into the visual spectrum and it makes it to today and it makes it to the news, it's too late. 
they're going to try to manipulate that to the best of their ability. What are they trying to do? They get you to pull your wallet out and throw money at them. That's all they're doing. So you need to have enough information as to what to do with your money. You know, in, invest or go buy something or hang on to it. Uh, but they're dependent on your ability to pull your wallet out and throw it at them. We're going to end on that note. Everybody text ULTRA to 844-837-5132 and away we go. Now, from here on out, we'll do a 30-minute segment, okay? We're going to take a 10-minute clip so that you can share it even with your friends and family members, right? And say, hey, check this out. I've learned this stuff. It's amazing, you know, what I'm able to see in here now. Um, uh, on the financial sector, these guys are actually pretty, I say these guys, you, he's pretty accurate with, with what he's doing. I'm going to play the raw clip on our uh, Locals channel today on this November 8th. So you guys get to see the raw clip uh, before we make those two packages. But from here on out, 30-minute segment to take a 10-minute clip and then get into our uh, community by texting ULTRA to 844-837-5132. Have a great day. Have a great day, Craig. Thank you. Thank you, Pete. All right. This is John Ritzheimer, and you are listening to The Pete Santilli Show. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Coffee. I get products all the time from entrepreneurs for my new platform, MyStore.com. And when I tried my coffee for the first time, I was blown away. It is the best coffee I've ever had in my life. I spent the last four months doing my due diligence, and this family-owned business micromanages every step from the fields to the cup to ensure the best quality coffee you're ever going to have. It starts with the beans that are grown in Honduras. Honduras's volcanic soil and humid climate make the perfect growing conditions for coffee plants, which produce the best beans ever. Then each batch is tested for its aroma, taste, and other aspects to meet the highest standards in the coffee industry. And after that, it goes into production, which is all done right here in the USA. It's like you're getting that small batch specialty coffee, but delivered right to your front door. So go to mystore.com or call the number on your screen. Use the promo code and you'll get your very own My Coffee for 25% off. You guys all know that I've traveled the country for the past year and a half. I've stayed in hundreds of hotels. I've tried every coffee out there. Well, some of the coffees have that terrible aftertaste, some that leave me jittery, or I get an upset stomach. Well, my coffee is different. It's the richest, smoothest, best coffee I've ever had. My coffee comes in a variety of flavors. You get them ground or whole bean, plus it's certified organic and non-GMO. I guarantee it'll be the best coffee you've ever had. So go to mystore.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code and you'll get my coffee for 25% off. And I'm going to give you deep discounts on all my store products. That's mystore.com. It's my new platform for USA entrepreneurs. Please order now. A voice spoke to me and said, I've got something I want to show you. I was so sure God had talked to me. And I was stunned by what I saw. A direct fulfillment 
of this over 2,500-year-old prophecy. The United States will stand with Israel. Why have I ever seen this before? One-third of humanity will die. What do these beasts symbolize? The lion, the bear, the leopard. The combined beast from Revelation 13 represents the end-time government of the Antichrist. Understanding the end time. I'm excited to announce that we're having our biggest Christmas sale ever. You get our brand new six-piece My Towels for only $29.98 or rejuvenate your bed with a MyPillow mattress topper as low as $99.99. Or how about MyPillow bed sheets for as low as $24.98? There's something for everyone. Duvets, quilts, down comforters, body pillows, bolster pillows, and so much more. Well, I know my pillow products make for the perfect Christmas gifts, so I'm going to extend my money back guarantee until March 1st, 2024. So go to mypillow.com now or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get huge discounts on all my pillow products. For example, you get our six piece towels for only $29.98. Or get your very own MyPillow bed sheets for as low as $24.98. It's our biggest Christmas sale ever. Get all your shopping done now while quantities last. Race to genders. Everyone's the same. We'll empower you. Hi, 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 hi. Hi, 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 hi. <laughs> how are you? How are you? Good. How are you this How morning? are you? Okay. Yeah. So, um, ladies and gentlemen, okay. Uh, what I did was during the break, I just uh, ran off and I changed my jacket, my shirt. Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> no, though, I'll tell you what. Um, Craig and the segment we're doing is A, divinely inspired. Mm-hmm. Uh, B, um, imagine this. I'm going to overemphasize this point as we go. Yeah. Craig could literally, if the Rothschilds called him and said, all right, dude, what's going on? What, what's happening? And he's got his stuff and he has the experience, the career, the know-how. Mm -hmm. he, he could do it. He is refusing to do it. He's cut off the elite. Period. Yeah. He's managed... Huge, huge um, uh, hedge funds. Uh, he could retire. He's not going to retire. He's, he's like me, you know. I mean, I could have retired and semi-retired in 2011. Mm -hmm. I could have done that. Uh, and then just keep my, you know, my internet marketing stuff going. I was going to go to Cabo uh, and just tweet back. At the time, I said I was going to go to Cabo and tweet to everybody and say, I told you so. Mm -hmm. uh, now, back then... Um, you know, God had a different plan for me. Uh, we literally launched this show in December of 2011. When I did, I pushed uh, play. Deb mm -hmm. came one month afterwards, but December 18th of 2011, uh, I was the first listener when I pushed play. Mm -hmm. um, after the December 18th inaugural episode, episode number 001. Right. All right? Mm -hmm. Now we're we're at episode, uh, what are we at? 30... Five, uh, 
Uh, what, are, what are we at? I don't even know. <laughs> 3,700. What? Uh, somebody's saying something. What? 3,814, she said. Okay, go. thank you very much. 3814? Mm -hmm. Oh, my goodness. I'm having a Joe Biden moment. And that's so, with two years, like, you know. Two, two years of uh, kicking the FBI's ass. <laughs> well, right? not being on the air. Huh? Two, and that's even with two years not being on the air. It's a lot of episodes. A lot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. A lot of episodes. Mm -hmm. um, so... So I said back then, and we were supposed to have collapsed after the subprime mortgage meltdown. You guys went, no one, Hank Paulson was running around from the Treasury. Uh, it was a major national security issue. He was threatening Congress people, and I'll, I'll fix that. I'm, I'm juggling here, um, always. Um, mm -hmm. I'll fix that. Don't worry about it. Just I got it. Leave it right there. Keep talking. Okay. So anyways, um, do you remember when I said it is... Can I see your nose hairs? <laughs> I know, right? Um, do you remember what I was saying? Uh, okay, it's not happening. We're not collapsing. And it's all falsely padded. Uh, and they're shifting the, essentially, the collapse of the euro and, and, mm -hmm. and the other currencies. Uh, I said, man, oh, man, we're accruing debt. Uh, things are not well. Things are going to be worse the longer time goes The things are going to get worse and worse and worse mm -hmm. when it does come down. Mm -hmm. All right. So um, what, what Craig has decided to do is to, you know, for those people that are at the upper echelon, he's cut off the elite of the elite of the elite, period. Mm -hmm. Because what they do um, is they will uh, acquire as much wealth as they can off of the backs of others and also at the expense of everyone else having no clue what just happened. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, they will tell you, you know, to go buy mortgage-backed securities. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, right now, you're whatever you hear them saying out in the public, in the public realm, um, yeah. it is it is too it is too late. Uh, I'll, I'll fix your camera. I got it. Sorry about go. that. All right. I got um, it. It's it's too late. What he looks at is before anybody can see anything that's going on. Now, he's also detecting criminal activity, mm -hmm. criminal activity. He sees it, the pump and dumping and, and all that stuff. It's literally, he could literally go and sit down with the SEC. Uh, and if we had federal regulators, it, it, you got Barack Obama behind the scenes with all of his cronies and he's offering up all that money that they're making through theft. Sure. They're doing that. So yeah. it's he's not going to sit down with regulators because we don't have any. <laughs> um, they're 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 running. Now, every person has a dog in this fight. Yeah. And I said this over and over again. Imagine this. If you have, like me, okay, five empty shells of pistachios in your left pocket and no assets, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, I've got everything poured into this. I, I'm like the Speaker of the House. Yeah. Paycheck to paycheck, no assets, correct? Correct. Everything is poured into this show. Mm -hmm. uh, but there's no such thing as retirement or savings or anything like that. We're actually paying off debt as best as we can. Um, but everything rides on our ability 
to learn and understand what's happening right now so that we can, or okay, we're going to feel comfortable with what's going on six months down the road, or mm -hmm. we're going we're gonna to pull back a little bit. So uh, here in, uh, and we're back on clock, by the way, we're going to go by that clock. All right. Yeah. Um, what I want everyone to do right now, and no one is going to be harmed by this. First of all, you need to stay educated on the financial side. That's where everything will unravel around you. Okay. And don't listen to them say, oh, we could have never seen this happening. And, you know, the stock market goes up and down and all that. All of that crap is all, you know, it's all false, a fake, a fraud, and a lie. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, they use fear, psychology of fear. Um, they they want to, you know, keep you pulling your your wallet out for as long as they can. And then when that happens, they, you know, they get caught. Basically, everything fell apart. But mm -hmm. they were able to get money out of your wallet. Um, yeah. Spend your money only where you know absolutely certain that that money is going towards us. <clears throat> okay. And that includes, hey, listen, if you're having to use Amazon to get certain things, you get a better price. I'm okay with that. Okay. Because that frees, like if you're going to pay uh, a dollar uh, for something, you can get it for 70 cents. You save yourself 30 cents. Take, yeah. that, take that 30 cents. Uh, if you can make money on their backs, okay, and and scroll it away and and invest it in the following, all right. I want everybody to have, I want you to have water on hand, okay. You must have water on hand. You must have storable food on hand. I'm going to make it available to you so that you can get it from us, okay. Mm -hmm. Storable food on hand. You must protect your currency, and that, that can come in many different ways, okay? Having $1,000 scrolled away in the bank, okay, um, is worth less than if you were to buy $1,000 in waffle blankets. You know what I mean? You're going to lock it in. You get a good value. You need, you know, waffle blankets or whatever whatever it is. You buy my pillow products or you get gifts uh, for Christmas, so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. um, lock that in. If you get gold, silver, other things like that, um, you need to make sure that you have a weapon and a really good one and lots of ammo and it's well maintained and you're trained on safety and you're ready to defend life, liberty and property. You have to focus on what's happening at your residence. Is everyone with me in this regard? Um, and, and, and it's not a mandatory thing. I'm saying if you really want to build a strong, you know, retribution team, because that's what we're going for, folks. Um, I, I, I'm hearing stuff from sources, and then I'm hearing on the front end of things that there is a team of people. Tom Holman, he's speaking out publicly. He's going to launch the biggest, it's like, it's going to be like the, what do they call it? That, that airlift. What was the name of that airlift that they did? <laughs> right? There was an airlift, right? He's going to conduct the largest, um, hold on, I got to get set up for this. I just had <laughs> one little tiny glitch. Uh, I like that. Let's get these um, uh, these illegal aliens out of here, right?
let's do it. Let's do it big. We can do it. I believe. Try to understand. We're gonna we're gonna be on a break schedule, okay? And by the way, anybody who's upset with any of the breaks, we can get rid of them. Send me a big fat check, <laughs> right? Yeah, we can get rid of the the breaks, but you know that's the 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 trade off. Okay, you guys stay right there. All right. We're back already. No. <laughs> I just had some finishing touches. You know how? Um, actually, the past forty eight hours. Uh, mm -hmm. How many hours of sleep did I get in two days? Oh my gosh, I don't know. Uh, yesterday, you were probably about at four to five hours of sleep in a 48 hour period. And that gets expensive because the amount of cocaine you have to take to stay up for that long. Are we back on the air? Yeah, we are. What happened? What happened? Yeah, um, I thought I we just, had two I just minutes. Have, I just have two, two or three things I need to do. Yeah. Uh, and I will do it. Um, and then uh, I would say by uh, the end of this show, <laughs> what? Nothing. We will have funny. We will have everything set. Uh, folks, good things, right? Uh, your support has gone towards uh, uh, improving our internet service. Mm -hmm. We've got backup service. And then we're going to have backup on backup service. We've got internet security, right? Yeah. Network security. Um, yeah. We have to have all of that because... Man, were they, there's ways to mess with us. You know, mm -hmm. they blew up my phone. I had these people, okay, they got caught doing things and now mm -hmm. just speak generically. Uh, and then they put me in this terrible rotation of getting DDoSed, getting phones blown up, getting all that stuff. I've been mm -hmm. struggling with that. And I don't come to the air and say, oh my God, it's really bothering me because they sit there and they, they're like, hey, did we get to them? Oh, yeah. They're like, he keeps coming on air and he's not even phased. Yeah. We just screwed up this whole system and blew it up. Yeah. And he's not phased. And oh. that's why you don't hear all the details. But that's what I've been struggling with. And we'll get it done. All right. Indeed. So, um, really? Yeah. And we're going to come uh, back in the future. Mm -hmm. Back to the future. Uh, mm hmm from the 47 minute break we're talking through this one we've we've taken a break and we will get back on clock here in just a couple minutes um do we have sarah huckabee's speech you know i tried to find the full speech everywhere and i couldn't mm. um okay. i could not find it and I, I think i can find it uh, i saw, i found excerpts of it but mm. i wanted like the whole thing because it was so touching yeah mm. and i and i couldn't find it and uh, what we're going to do is I'm going to do some news perusal, okay? Uh, for instance, look at, look at this stack right here. I mean, I, this is just crazy. This is just hodgepodgey crap that's coming at us. Mm -hmm. But it's important, all right? Um, we talk about the financial sector, okay? Mm -hmm. And you're the common man. I'm the common man. We're the common men and women. I mean, you even, even have people that are pretty well-to-do. I mean, they're super secure. They got maybe a couple hundred thousand dollars in the bank. Everyone's like, wow, that'd be nice. But trust me, when you've gotten yourself to the point where you've got a couple hundred thousand dollars in the bank, you got a business behind that. So you're managing cash flow. Um, you've got some debt. You're carrying that. Uh, you've got some risk. You know, you, you, they probably have less than you as to discretionary income. Mm. Um, 
but they're they're trying to build their security. And um, if something happens, they've got a backup plan. That's what you don't have. You may be able to, you know, feel a little bit more comfortable making adjustments by having a couple thousand dollars in the bank. That's a couple thousand dollars more than they have. Mm -hmm. um, even though they have $200,000 in the bank, they got to protect themselves because what happens if, you know, uh, you got a bunch of rental properties and, and people go out of work and you got empty, you know, empty rentals. So different factors. But yeah. you as the common man, uh, you need to be paying attention to some things. Um, it's kind of like the, the border, you know, Taz Bensman, the border's wide open. I mean, Joe Biden has just blown it to smithereens oh, yeah. intentionally. And Absolutely. I, I called it a, a, a failure at the border because mm -hmm. now it's very successful. They're doing great. Indeed. They're doing exactly what they need to do. Y you, uh, and I'll speak to the women. You ready? Mm -hmm. If you are a 73-year-old woman and you send me an email and say, what do I do? You know, I got a gun. I don't know how to use it. Uh, take the next step. Left foot, right foot, left foot, right foot. Um, if you don't have a gun, you need to go get one. You need mm -hmm. to go get one. Okay. Um, we're, we're talking about, I don't know if any, has anyone ever seen like when a cop pulls up on a, um, on a vehicle, they pull them all, they pull somebody over and a taillight out and they walk up and you know, the guy in the car is like, oh man, I, why'd you pull me over? Oh, taillight. Wow. Oh shit. And boom. And he pulls the gun out and fires it at him. Plenty of videos out there Ooh. too. Okay, folks, that's how fast things happen. Mm -hmm. If you think that you can go through the aisles at Walmart, okay, and if there's an active shooter running around in the building, mm -hmm. uh, that somebody's going to call 911 and police will come in neutral. No, no, no. We're talking about minutes. Yeah. It'll take for that person to come. And... They're going to go into a place where they can take as many casualties within those minutes. I mean, look at the Nashville shooter manifesto. That's crazy stuff. But mm -hmm. but you need to know within your sphere, milliseconds, milliseconds. There are people also that don't feel comfortable having a round in the chamber. Um, I never carried my weapon without a round in the chamber. Because sometimes it, it will take that second of racking around, right? You need to be able to pull it from your holster and boom, and get that round off quick to do what? They want to kill you. You have to protect yourself. If you're a woman, especially, just have that thing available just to protect those seconds that you're going to be impacted by it mm -hmm. within a you know 10 square foot area around you. You will never, ever be harmed by that, ever. Go get a gun. Then you buy your gun, you buy your ammo, then you go get trained. And by the way, training, get a reliable gun. Don't skimp, okay? Glocks are reliable. Get a reliable gun, spend a little bit of extra money, get some good ammo, all right? Mm -hmm. Get some hollow point. Yeah. All right? That and if matters. you're older and homebound, right? If you're older, homebound, and you can't get out to train, Watch as many YouTube videos as you can on training. No, no, right? no, don't, you know, don't I know, that. but yeah, but people, people, the older, you're talking about, I'm talking about older Wheel people. Wheel yourself to the backyard, okay? Yeah. 
unless they live in an apartment complex. Yeah, do it in the apartment complex. I'm telling you here, this is great advice. Yeah. At the very least, make sure you watch as many training videos as you possibly can. And if you're homebound, get somebody to get you out. It's really important. Take you to Mm -hmm. a range, okay? Mm -hmm. And it's really important that you fire that weapon. Uh, You get some rounds through the chamber and make sure you, you know, uh, you, you want to fire it as many times to get to a jam. You need to know what a jam is and how to clear a jam, if there's mm-hmm. a jam, right? Um, you know, your magazines, keep them well-oiled, keep everything well-maintained. And that practice, okay, mm-hmm. uh, lets you know that thing's working because you got one shot, one shot. It's that one bullet. And by the way, uh, don't fire one bullet. I don't know if you know this, this ain't the movies, folks. Okay? You have some dude on fentanyl coming at you. Well, it wouldn't be fentanyl. You, huh? It would be methamphetamine. Meth or, or fentanyl, whatever. No, but whatever it is, uh, they're self-medicated. Mm-hmm. You fire a 9 millimeter round and, you know, you just got to... Uh, you don't have any hollow points or anything like that that are going to do something a little bit more stunning. Mm-hmm. They're coming at you. They're not going to stop. Okay? Mm-hmm. It's not like the movies. Right. It's not like the movies. They're going to be coming after you. Mm-hmm. If they have a weapon in their hand, they're going to be firing that weapon as they're coming after you. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, you know, one shot, center of mass, boom, boom. And then as you're coming up, right, um, you need to say to yourself, I hope that my muzzle comes up far enough to shove a slug in his face. Mm-hmm. For your safety, your, your own survival. You know, I was watching... Mm-hmm. Uh, the show, I don't know, about three months or so ago. I believe it was, a t- or maybe when you and I had COVID and we just had nonsensical stuff in the, mm-hmm. on the TV. Uh, I was watching the show. It's called I, sh- I Survived or I, I, should, be, sheriff. I should Be Dead or something like that. Mm-hmm. There was this woman and she lived out um, in the woods, basically, out in nowhere, land by herself. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, she she was married, but her husband was a truck over the road truck driver and he was gone all the time. Right. So it was like, I don't know, like three o'clock in the morning. I mean, she lived way out in the boonies and this crazy man showed up in her yard and he starts trying to get in her house. And, you know, she dialed 911 and they told her that the police were like 20 minutes away. (laughs) And you know what they told her? Mm. They kept telling her. Put the gun down. Don't get the gun. And she's like, oh, no, I got my gun. <laughs> she had a shotgun, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, she waited till the last minute, and the guy finally uh, crashed through the window, and she <laughs> killed him. But the whole time, that 911 operator was trying to talk her into putting her weapon down. Can you believe that? It was wild. I was like, wow, well, who the heck would do that? Yeah. Well, there was also a major, and we'll talk about this on the other side uh, of uh, the hour. And by the way, Frank's speech is breaking away. Thank you. Thank you um, for listening. Everybody to else, this stay stay put. Yeah. Now, believe it or not, things are going to get pretty heavy as to how we're putting content out. So make sure um, that you stay tuned to us, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, here over the coming days. I have a big announcement 
If you go to pizzantelli.locals.com, enter promo code TRUMP for free 30 days. We'll be back here momentarily. Don't go away. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Coffee. I get products all the time from entrepreneurs for my new platform, MyStore.com. And when I tried My Coffee for the first time, I was blown away. It is the best coffee I've ever had in my life. I spent the last four months doing my due diligence, and this family-owned business micromanages every step from the fields to the cup to ensure the best quality coffee you're ever going to have. It starts with the beans that are grown in Honduras. Honduras's volcanic soil and humid climate make the perfect growing conditions for coffee plants, which produce the best beans ever. Then each batch is tested for its aroma, taste, and other aspects to meet the highest standards in the coffee industry. And after that, it goes into production, which is all done right here in the USA. It's like you're getting that small batch specialty coffee, but delivered right to your front door. So go to mystore.com or call the number on your screen. Use the promo code and you'll get your very own My Coffee for 25% off. You guys all know that I've traveled the country for the past year and a half. I've stayed in hundreds of hotels. I've tried every coffee out there. Well, some of the coffees have that terrible aftertaste, some that leave me jittery, or I get an upset stomach. Well, my coffee is different. It's the richest, smoothest, best coffee I've ever had. My coffee comes in a variety of flavors. You get them ground or whole bean, plus it's certified organic and non-GMO. I guarantee it'll be the best coffee you've ever had. So go to mystore.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code and you'll get my coffee for 25% off. And I'm going to give you deep discounts on all my store products. That's mystore.com. It's my new platform for USA entrepreneurs. Please order now. A voice spoke to me and said, I've got something I want to show you. I was so sure God had talked to me. And I was stunned by what I saw. A direct fulfillment of this over 2,500 year old prophecy. The United States will stand with Israel. Why have I ever seen this before? One third of humanity will die. What do these beasts symbolize? The lion, the bear, the leopard. The combined beast from Revelation 13 represents the end time government of the Antichrist. Understanding the end time. Ladies and gentlemen, in the third hour, okay, um, 
of this show, uh, we're gonna we're gonna do. I want to play the Cheryl Huckabee thing first of all. Want to yes. hear that? Why? Because I didn't hear that, <laughs> and I heard everything about it. I heard yeah. it from Deb. I heard it playing in the background. Mm -hmm. I mean, constantly going, go, 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 uh, because mm -hmm. you know we're we're uh, we're just moving and shaking and doing everything we can it's out amazing. of love of country and our fellow Americans. I really mm -hmm. like how things are shaping up because you know. Um, the, the the truth and you comment. Oh, they're not listening, are they? They're, are they listening? Mm -hmm. No, they're not. Are they? Commies? Oh yeah. You think they, commies they, are listening to me right now? They definitely are. Everybody needs to be Media in the mindset. Matters, Everybody needs listening. to be in the mindset. Here's here's how it's going to work. They're they're going to lose, and I'm going to tell them. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, how they're going to lose. Um, you cannot remember the concept of there's one of us behind every blade of grass. There's one mm -hmm. household, okay? Just the sheer number of people that are hearing my voice right now that are on our side at their residence, you're going to have a really tough time convincing everybody at their residence to not shoot you in the face when you come anywhere near their property. Mm. We're going to be on lockdown, don't. You need to change gears because they're going to want to come and kill you. They're going to want to come do things. They're going to send their MS-13 gang members. They're going to, they got a bunch of people that have opera. They have operational control over them with their cell phones. They're going to send people into your neighborhood. You prepare to defend your life, liberty, and property. All right. And the other side, go ahead, stay in your metro area. Put up a freaking wall, you know, and you guys will just eat each other and it'll be bad. Who cares? I, you know, I'm not in your area. Good luck to you with your communism and your multi, what, what is it? Multi-grain super city or whatever you got going on. I don't care. Cities. Oh, oh my goodness. Go ahead. Bunch mm -hmm. of rats. Huh? You're going to end up, it's going to look like Baltimore. Okay. You're not going to have any paint. Gray state. Everybody's selling drugs. Mm -hmm. Everybody doing sexually deviant things. Uh, of course. But then you get... The truth, okay, because the narrative that was scripted about President Trump, his entire administration, I mean, in bulk, okay, the people that were controlling the administration were literally there to sabotage and make sure that he wasn't going to win re-election. And he knows that now. They were working. You got CISA, you know, the, the 2020 election, mm -hmm. big tech. I mean, you can hear it in Trump's voice. He knows. He mentions it when yeah. he says the FBI's out there. Meddling in the election, you know, with the, the 51 intel uh, 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 agent, uh, um, uh, the 51 intelligence um, uh, experts that said it was Russia. It was all a flat out lie at the highest levels of our government. And this is his administration. Sure. Sabotaging his administration. <laughs> sure. Okay. Yeah. And he knows. And they still are. And they and they still are. Um, mm hmm. Uh, I, I'm 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 really, really, really liking Vivek Ramaswamy for the following reasons. Hi, I'm Vivek Ramaswamy, and I'm running for troll. <laughs> I, I, I support yeah. that message, don't you? Well, I mean, he did he did something last night that uh, nobody else has done. Nobody. I, you know, a lot of people were like, "Oh, how contrived and scripted." He was waiting for the opportunity. That's and great. He thought about, about what he was going to say, and he said it. And I was like, so? Yeah. <laughs> you know, he said it. We'll love him or hate him. You know, 
I mean, I, I don't, I don't know him very well. <clears throat> you know what I mean? So voting for anybody, I mean, people lie to you and carry on so much politicians. I mean, um, I might love one, one minute and the next minute I'm like, oh my gosh, what the hell is this person doing? Right. Mm -hmm. But I can tell you this, what he did last night needs to be commended. Whether it was oh, yeah. scripted, whatever, mm -hmm. you know, yep. and he was waiting for the opportunity. So they ask him a question about what makes him better than President Trump, right? Well, what, you know, what does he think makes him a better, would be make him a better president? He refused to answer that question, number one. I was really impressed by that. He was like, no. I'm not falling for this BS game that you guys are all playing here up here. You know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to attack the man. He is clearly the front runner. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and I liked what he said instead of answering that loaded question. Right. Because it was, I believe this was on NBC last night, right? Which is crazy to me. NBC doing a Republican uh, thing. <clears throat> but but you know what, Pete? Um, what he said was absolutely the truth. It was the absolute truth. And he truth. said, let's, you know, instead of, instead of going after Trump and ringing his own bell, right? He, he, he said... You could just tell he's just so disgusted with that question, mm -hmm. right? And he's like, let me tell you what's really going on here because we got an issue in the Republican Party. And this was his opening statement and it was, it was fantastic. I hope you're going to play it because... I did play it, yeah. At the beginning or we'll play it again, okay? If, oh, if I'm sorry. I didn't, I didn't get to see that. Mm -hmm. I didn't get to see that, but yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So, um, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to love Ankh. I love you. Ankh. Ankh says, I wouldn't, I would never vote for any of the efforts anyway. <laughs> any of them? Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, let's go to, uh, to Sarah. Where is she? Oh, oh you're going to play Sarah Huckabee. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, we you're were ready? talking about Vivek. I'm sure no, we're going to play. Uh, okay. All right. We can play Vivek. Because well, you didn't that's hear what it. we were talking about. We played it right at the top of the show. Well, uh, we've had over a thousand people drop in since then. Okay, we can play Vivek. All right, yes. Well, no, 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 no. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I, I, we were talking about him, and I'm sorry, I was confused. We were. It's I thought you were going to play. Headline. That, that's okay. Uh, on top of all the other crap I got going, I just throw audibles. Yeah. I'm uh, sorry. I, I don't thought worry about it. We were talking about that. I thought well, you were I, going into. I that. got your back. Okay. Here it is. Uh, and by the way, I'm not mad at her. I'm just pissed off at life. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I just have to do a couple of extra clicks here, you know? Uh, you know what? I'm going to let you run the board, and then I'm just going to say, hey, why don't you go ahead? Blah, 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 blah. Right? What do you think? Hmm. You want to do that? Hmm? Oh, yeah, that would work. It would? <laughs> I'm sure. What would you do? Would I you panic? Just, well, of course I would. All right, I want to hear, I want to hear Vivek anyway. You ready? You want to hear him again? All right. This bombshell information here, isn't it? Isn't it? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Let me lift this a little bit. Here we go. Swami, let me turn to you. Uh, please make your case. Why would you, uh, why should you be the nominee and not the former president? I think there's something deeper going on in the Republican Party here. And I am upset about what happened last night. We've become a party of losers at the end of the day. We have a cancer in the Republican establishment. Let's speak the truth. I mean, since Ronna McDaniel took over as chairwoman of the RNC in 2017, we have lost 2018, 2020, 2022, no red wave that never came. We got trounced last night in 2023. And I think that we have to have accountability in our party. For that matter, Ron, if you want to come on stage tonight, you want to look the GOP voters in the eye and tell them you resign, I will turn over my yield my time to you. And frankly, look, the people there cheering for losing in the Republican Party. Asking questions that GOP primary voters actually care about and bringing more people into our party. Do you think the Democrats, and we've got Christian Welker here, do you think the Democrats would actually hire Greg Gutfeld to host a Democratic debate? They wouldn't do it. And so the fact of the matter is, I mean, Christian, I'm going to use this time because it's actually about you and the media and the corrupt media establishment. Ask you the Trump-Russia collusion hoax that you pushed on this network for years. Was that real or was that Hillary Clinton made up disinformation? Answer the question. Go. Mr. Robert, this is how we get our country back. Swami, let me turn to you. Uh, please make your case. Why would you, uh, why should you be the nominee and not the former president? I think there's... Are upset by at the production quality of that? You blame Deb. <laughs> so, no, I found it, and I wanted to hear it again. So anyway. did it, okay. Mm -hmm. Then it cut out the part where he went after Ronan Ron McDaniel. It didn't. He spoke of Ronald McDaniel. Asked her to come to the stage and yeah. uh, uh, and and resign. She needs to. So after she needs to her resign. response to that, uh, her and he also said something else last night. He went after he he went after uh, Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley, and what he said was, uh, he goes, "Do you want do you want somebody who can really do this job?" Or do you just want, um, you know, another a, a rhino Republican and and three inch heels? <laughs> he went after Ron DeSantis and put a little boot gate in there, and people were cracking up about that and pissed Ron DeSantis off. Ron DeSantis at the end of the night kind of stormed off the stage. He did. Yeah, and he was uh, he, he was not happy. Ramaswamy. Okay, mm -hmm. is everybody now? It doesn't mean that we're all going to uh, go get in the, you know, what what's the name of that uh, that steamboat that goes down on the Ohio River? What's what is the name of that? Uh, the uh, the Cincinnati Queen or whatever it's called. Yeah, and it's got that big yeah. paddle wheel on the back. Mm -hmm. okay. Yeah, it, yeah. Just because we're liking what and there's Ron also Swami the B and B B and B Riverboat Cruise. We can we can buffet shop, can't we? Mm -hmm. Okay. We can cheer on what Ramaswamy did. Mm -hmm. Right. We don't need to get on the boat. Okay. Uh, we don't need to get on this Ramaswamy buffet. No, shop. I wouldn't vote. I for like him. what Ramaswamy does. Yeah. I like a couple things that um, uh, that uh, RFK Jr. does, but there's an offsetting thing. Uh, I'm not going to jump on that boat because outside of that boat, he's actually driving his boat around. Uh, uh, in a in a freaking environmental swamp, you know. <laughs> well, speaking of RFK Jr., he gave Vivek. Okay, oh, go ahead. He gave Vivek what? He gave Vivek kudos, and uh, there are people out there pushing 
this morning a Vivek and uh, RFK Jr. ticket asking people what they think about that. So I was like, oh, boy, here we go. Yeah. Um, Trying well, to horn in on those huh? Republicans that are uns uh, dissatisfied. You know, I mean, I, I have these terrible analogies that I have to clean up because I try to be, mm -hmm. you know, as family friendly and Christian as I possibly can. Um, ah. How can I describe it? Um, you know, uh, they, they're running for the head of the snake. Like they get everybody to focus on, you know, the head of the snake. Mm -hmm. and the head of the snake is attached to a freaking demonic being that's right behind it. Always. It's on fire, nasty. It's got, mm -hmm. you know, uh, 400 clawed hands, right? Uh, and, and they say, oh, what do you think about that? Hey, what do we think this monster and put the head of the snake that looks like this? And it's mm -hmm. a freaking monster. What about the clawed hands? Arr! He's got fireballs and he's thrown. We need to get rid of the body of the snake. And that mm -hmm. is the corrupt. I mean, Congress needs to go. I cannot tell you how many more people above and beyond the Speaker of the House and Matt Gates mm -hmm. that should stay behind. Everybody else needs to be evacuated. You mm -hmm. need to leave now because you're going to leave now or we're going to very painfully extricate you uh, uh, with, you know, with uh, with elections. It's going to be terrible. Like Lauren Boebert is done. It's oh, yeah. over. It's over. Your yeah. little snarky TikTok videos are over. Yeah, We're done with that. She's not going to be winning in Colorado this year. What do you think, Mr. Biden? I'm going to go in. She does this little snappy little thing. You're a little mm -hmm. pooch. You're a less than desirable woman. Uh, I don't think so. You don't think so? I don't think, think so. she's a pooch. Are you trying to cancel out what I think? <laughs> No. Oh. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, if you don't think so, uh, I'm just saying I'm done with her, and the majority of the people are. They are. She, she's not a little hooch. She's a little hooch in the following regard. Uh, can anybody tell me if she's for McCarthy or against McCarthy? What is she? Mm. That's a little hooch that I'm talking about. Mm. Why did she go from taking a stand against McCarthy, mm -hmm. right? And then being desperate to get reelected, then she's for McCarthy. Really? That is selling herself out as a legislative harlot. I thought you were talking about the video of her in the movie theater. You know what I mean? No. But that's the reason. No, I actually like that. I, I want it. <laughs> that's uh. the reason people are turned off by her right now. No, though. no, no. That's I love procreation. I love, you know, mammalian protuberances in the dark <laughs> of the movie theater. I like that. Right? Yeah. I mean, that's what we do. We go to work. We don't. What, what mm -hmm. I'm saying is she's a whore about is when she punches in. Okay. She clocks mm -hmm. in. Mm -hmm. And what is she doing? Selling her soul because she's on the bubble. Because she's desperate, uh, rather than just own it, right? Mm -hmm. You got a bunch of leftists that are just painting a picture. Because I mean, conservatives will will just all of a sudden take the leftist narrative. Which, by the way, we're all a bunch of procreators. Um, how many conservatives? Uh, can I get a show of hands, please? How many of you conservative Christians have not either patted your wife on the butt 
or grabbed her mammalian protuberances in the past week. How many of you have? That's what we do, right? We, we don't talk <laughs> about it real guys open. do, yeah. That's what, how many times did I pat you back, pat you in the coolie yesterday in passing? We're Couple busy. Couple times. Right? So, <laughs> right? Couple times, yeah. Yeah, we conjugate. We do things like that. But you get the leftist narrative to grab a video and, you know, you got the, the woke tard behind her and they mm -hmm. put that out there. And the Christian conservatives bail on her? Really? Because of the public narrative and perceptions created by her political opponents? And, and it, they don't rally behind her. Mm -hmm. What did she do wrong in the movie theater? What did she do wrong? She really didn't do anything. She wrong. did not. I mean, she was on, on a date, and obviously, okay, you know, they were. Then let me ask you something. They probably had a couple of drinks, and she was having fun. Then let me ask you something. Yeah. She had support by her followers, supporters, and mm -hmm. people on our side of the political spectrum. Before that, where did they go? Mm. Where did they go? Where did they go? Where did they go? Oh, her campaign is toast. Listen, she 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 campaigned on being a Christian and a and a Christian uh, mother. Okay, and, stop, stop. Just and pause. A conservative. Pause. pause. She pandered to that crowd. Pause. Pete. How many Christian mothers? Fault. How many Christian mothers? Okay, mm -hmm. actually had a baby without the foreplay and intercourse. How many? <laughs> raise your hand. You know what I mean? I Come know. on. I know. I know. Where did they go? Yeah. Where did they all go? All of the supporters. They, they abandoned. She's been abandoned. No, they. By that crowd. They did not. They did not abandon her. You know what they did? What? They basically laid down naked, like a naked baby, and got diddled by the left sure. that attacked her with a PR sure. perception. That's what happens the to Princeton. all of us, right? Huh? That's what happens to all of us. That's we, that we're was, weak. We cave. Well, that was my point yesterday. The Republican Party doesn't stand up for anybody. Nothing. Nothing. Nobody. Yeah. They don't. They don't rally and support. Everybody runs. Mm -hmm. She. I was sitting in prison scrubs. I mm -hmm. maybe want a handful. Uh, maybe wonder. You know. No, you know who? You know, huh? You had Michelle Fiore. Yeah, Michelle Fiore in Washington State. I keep forgetting his name. A representative up there. Matt Shea. You had Kelly. Yeah, yeah Matt Shea. Right. You had Kelly Ward in Arizona. You had uh, yeah. You had quite a few. Andy, Andy Biggs in Arizona. Yep. I yeah. stood with Andy Biggs. I have a video of me and Andy Biggs in the dirt at Bundy Ranch. Yep. I mean, yeah. you, great guy. The guy and, is a constitutionalist. They supported, they supported you while you were in jail too. So they did. You know. Yeah. Okay, but overall, Roger Stone. The the people like in office in a position that matters. What mm -hmm. do they do? Oh, too hot. You know, and they'll let people just rot in jail. Oh, yeah. Like our January 6th Patriots mm -hmm. right now. Yep. You know, when President Trump, uh, and we're going to go to Sarah Huckabee, when President Trump walked out that one day and played um, Pledge of Allegiance, Pledge of Allegiance, mm -hmm. and he saluted our January 6th Patriots. Incredible. And held that salute. For the whole song. Oh, yeah. I, I, hold on a second. I don't have a back line going on, but we'll uh, we'll get to that here in just a second. Okay. I heard. We got 44 hold on. seconds I can't hear left. Huh? Oh, we got 44 <laughs> seconds left. Yeah. Okay. Then we'll talk to you, Angie. All right. Yeah. And then we'll talk to you. Rumble is, Rumble is working or not working? Rumble's working. It is? I think she said locals. I thought I heard locals, though. Locals. 
What's that? It's oh, blinking. Rumble has screen okay. flicker. Rumble is. That sucks for Rumble. Yeah, I don't see it on my end. Mm. I've been watching it. And I, I've seen it once in a while, but not too bad. Yeah. Here we go. You ready? Mm -hmm. uh, ladies and gentlemen, we come back, we're going to play Sarah Huckabee. And the reason why I didn't get to it before is because Deb Jordan is it. I'm just kidding. Don't worry about it. I'm just kidding. There was a lot of people, believe it or not, who hadn't seen that. And I thought it was important to have it since we were discussing it. Yeah, show we just, people what we were talking about. That's, right. All right. that's like calling for instantaneous uh, production of hard-boiled eggs. It, it, we got to boil them first. Hold on. Different types to wear a day coat, pants with stripes and cut away coat, perfect fits. What? You get a special treat. What's okay. that? Hmm? You get to see me for the two-minute break, all right? Stay right there. What? <laughs> huh? That's fantastic. Isn't that great? Yeah. yeah. It is. Um, all right. Here's uh, the commercial. Now, this is the commercial. You ready? Mm -hmm. uh, I'm announcing between now and the end of the month. Uh, I cannot. Uh, I cannot tell you... You hear that? Huh? Mm -hmm. I cannot tell you how important it is that we come together in support. Okay? Uh, it's kind of like, you know, um, Lauren Boebert. Are we with her? Without her? Are we gonna, we're going to let Pete starve? We're going to let Pete crash and burn? We're going to let Pete... No, no, no. We're not going to do that. Because Pete will never turn his back on you. The only reason why I struggle and we struggle... And you hear Alex Jones. He's struggling. You know, he goes down the street to the the Crowder camp to go sell mugs. I mean, really, look at it. We're doing everything we can because we love you. So out of love of each and every one of you. Mm -hmm. I've said this. I'm telling you right now, tomorrow I could turn this freaking thing off instantly. Pick up the phone, make a telephone call, and I'm making 250 grand a year at least. And guess how much my expenses are? My cell phone, my computer. That's it. Okay. Mm -hmm. 250 grand. Like that. And I won't do it. I'm not going to do that because I love you guys too much. So uh, we're going to take it baby steps. I'm, I'm going to minimize any risk. Nobody should be hesitating. I want you to join us on Locals. Go to PeteSantilli.Locals.com forward slash support. Enter promo code Trump, okay? Promo code Trump. You get a free month, okay? And then we'll go from there. Just one step at a time. I'm giving you a free month over at Locals, all right? Promo code Trump, okay? Is that good? That's very good. Is that good enough for you? Yeah. I got to get us back on clock. Stand by. We're on all clock. Right? Huh? We're on clock. We're not. Well, we're off the break is what I meant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, man. What? A new clock right in the middle of everything is just, uh, <laughs> it's difficult. 
well, right. you know, uh, we're going to be, um, nobody can complain about it. Anybody that's complaining about it, write a big fat check to Pete Santilli and Mike Lindell. Mm-hmm. Okay. You write a check and all the commercials go away. All the commercial blocks. Uh, right? Mm-hmm. Hold on a second. They got three, two. There we go. We're back on clock now. Okay. Uh, so we have no choice, folks. Uh, I mean, we're not going to go by the mob. The mob is just, if the mob's in charge, uh, the mob will literally take a flamethrower to its nuts. Mm. Okay. Vilsack said, then you'd have a boss, Pete. Then you'd have a boss. No, I wouldn't. I never, I, I haven't worked <laughs> for anybody. I would, mm -hmm. uh, I would be the boss. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, when I was a, uh, I was a national accounts executive at Bell South, I handled Fortune 30 accounts. I was traveling everywhere mm -hmm. and uh, I was the boss. I used to have CEOs, okay? Uh, what was it, ADP, the, the uh, CEO of ADP? Mm -hmm. That was the guy that told me, he said, Santelli, oh my goodness, I'm so slammed. And you won't go away. I'm just gonna give you the contract so I don't see you anymore. <laughs> and I like, go to, right? You're like, and he gave me the contract. You. Yeah, huh? yeah. You're like, and he said, you know, you're, you're not going to oversell it. And I said, here's the deal. It's not that I'm overselling it. You haven't bought it. Okay, so I'm mm -hmm. going to keep selling it until you buy it. Mm -hmm. Buy it. It was a uh, uh, mobile communications implementation plan for all of his executives worldwide. Thousands of employees to get them on alphanumeric paging and cell phones. Mm -hmm. You know, how are we going to do that? They were frozen in place. I said, I got it covered. Come on, let's do it. He goes, all right, I'll give you the freaking contract. Don't come back in my office anymore. How about that? Uh, and, and, you know, he's smart. Um, you know how many job offers I received from those Fortune 30? How many? Probably every one of them. Oh, really? Yeah, they're like, uh, oh, dude, like, how do you stay human and right. do what you do? Um, mm -hmm. how, do you, how do you do that? I want you to be selling my product to our customers. Um so, here's a product, you ready? So once you get in, I'm giving you a free locals account for 30 days, all right? And a lot of what I've been doing the past 24 to 48 hours getting set up so that we can do value added stuff. We got Craig, uh, we got Dr. Kirk, we got a whole bunch of people. We got Colonel Mills, we got General Flynn. We got a bunch of things going on here, all right? Value added. Um, we need your support to do this. Uh, what is it going to do for me? What's it going to do for me? It's going to make me rich and famous? No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. I will have zero assets, right? I'm going to live paycheck to paycheck. I promise you that. Everything else goes into what we're doing. You have the opportunity, uh, and I'm going to announce that this, this weekend. I have everything set up, ready to go. If you're an angel investor, thousand dollars or more uh if you want to get a return on your investment right instead of having a thousand dollars in the bank all right how much are you earning on that uh if you want to become an angel investor i'm gonna have a way to where you take that thousand bucks it's going to be worth 1200 to you okay 1200 all right so you ready mm -hmm. you get on an annual subscription right um we're going to support Mike Lindell. I, by the way, you know how I supported Mike Lindell, folks? I bought a lot of pillows. 
we already did it. I did it on behalf of you because I have faith in you that you guys will say, okay, well, Pete, we're not going to leave you hanging out there with a bunch of pillows in the warehouse, right? So I'm going to give away the free pillows. We get an annual subscription from you. You get one month free. Then you sign up for the annual su subscription, get three months free. That's four months free. Plus a my pillow. Plus we have the revenue to live. There's people that say, I have a local subscription. Yeah, of course, that's where you support us. Don't do it at PayPal because they said it that if I don't have a woke profile, you know, they'll freaking delete me, right? Mm. Remember what they said? Oh, yeah. Oh, we had so much stuff going on with PayPal. And they mm -hmm. said, oh, because of his woke ideology, we're going to go ahead and find him $1,200. And I basically set ourselves up to stick it to him. If they ever did that, I say, sure, good. Huh? Take your 1200 Guess what? I'm also going to brighten the pooper. Right? <laughs> Don't I? I'm not saying how I'm doing it, but isn't yeah. that true? It is true. We literally, if they point a gun at us, I have a cannon pointed back at them. You want to bring your woke stuff? I will fire a freaking cannonball right into your uh, effeminized, <laughs> converted, whatever it is. Okay. See this? Yeah. A free my pillow, four months free on locals. What do you get in return? Oh my goodness! Our local subscribers. Do I bust my home for you guys? Do I bust my hump? All of our supporters. I have it wide open right now. I'm going to dump everybody in to. Okay. Here's, here's what I'm going to do right now. Um, so special promo. I'm putting this out to everybody. I'm going to send it out text alert today. All right. Click the link down below to get your free month. Okay. To entice you to become an annual supporter. I need the revenue. Okay. And I want to give you so much value back that. I want to make you an offer you can't refuse. Okay. Free first month. Then if you say, okay, I'm going to become an annual subscriber. Boom. I'm going to give you a $40 pillow for a $45 subscription. Plus an additional three months free. I can give, I can put air out there, right? Give you free service and work my tail off for you. I need the revenue. Um, if we do this together, um, we will awaken more people than, I mean, we're, we're going to win this thing. We're going to awaken more people than you could ever possibly imagine. And how do we do it? It's going to be through your support. Everyone right now, if you're hearing my voice, you're not a member of locals. You're not a subscriber on locals. I want you to thank everybody that is, I want you to thank all of our angel investors that are. I want you to thank every single Rumble subscriber that's dropped one, two, $300 super chats to cover us all. Okay. Please thank them. Please thank our angel investors. Okay. For keeping our info socialist regime uh, intact. It's really info socialism is what we're suffering through. Mm -hmm. You know, um, and then you're going to get the locals. And if somebody says, I can't afford to support you, right? Of course, who can? I can't afford not to, okay? Support Pete Santilli. 
We need to show you how to be able to afford it, like ASAP. If you're really that destitute and you don't have discretionary income, we're going to change that this week. Instantly. You need to get cracking. If you're that desperate, actually, this isn't a derogatory thing, by the way. If you are in a situation like that, which a lot of people are, nobody's taught you certain things. Mm -hmm. um, you will, during a collapse, have no other alternative than to take a wristband and go to a, a rail car to go to your local FEMA camp. You will, you will have nothing. Uh, and and it's, it's a matter of taking your sovereignty and putting it in someone else's hands. That's what that means when I wish I could afford to support you. And we got, you know, I, I, listen, this is not derogatory. We got seniors that live on a fixed income and inflation just took 30% of their pay. Mm -hmm. I understand what we're talking about here. Okay. There's a way to take care of all of us. And we're going to do this. We're going to do it together and we're going to win. And we're going to be in the mindset, one of us behind every blade of grass, one of us taking care of each and every one of our residences. And there's no turning back. We will win. We will be strong. And the communists and the government that has been hijacked will fear us. And that is a good America. Good, healthy fear of the people that say to our elected officials, we sit here there to do something, Ronna McDaniel, and you have failed. You're fired. Mm -hmm. We're going to do this. So, I use promo code TRUMP. PeteSantilli.com. I'll put the link down below. All right? I want everybody to join in. Um, and there's going to be a portion of you that are literally conditioned under a psychological warfare um, that they have access to your mind, your brain, your life, your thinking. Um to cause you to believe that your life will be okay if you can just stay in the background and not be detected and noticed and let other people do this, like how we run our government, how we run our media, how we, you have been conditioned to think that you can just operate in the background and let other people do things, right? Thinking that your life won't be impacted by that. Each and every one of our lives, whether things are good or bad, is dependent on what we do, not what somebody else did, right? On what we do. You, you can't hide behind your computer anymore. Well, well, you can. You can't hide behind your computer and let somebody else go to Washington, D.C. and save your country and not be involved in the process and wait for 2024, okay? You cannot not participate and think that your life will not be, act, uh, be uh, impacted by it. They have a whole bunch of conservatives right now as one example. And they're negatively disparaging. They're disparaging AI technology, right? And conservatives are revolting against AI, right? You know why? Because the opposition is using AI every millisecond of your entire existence, all the way up to and including trying to steal the election. 
They don't want you to know that there's some tremendous benefits, right? Mm -hmm. So you're being immersed in a psychological warfare, right? So here's what we're going to do. Let's go take action, right? Free month, next 30 days, right? One free month. Um, then you become an annual subscriber and you're not going to lose any money. I'm going to give you a pillow. Okay. There you go. Um, you better have a pair of these. Okay. You better have a pair of these. They're amazing. If you already have yeah. a pair of these, you need to say to yourself and picture, imagine this, right? Uh, I need to make sure that everybody in my family has a pair of these. And if they don't, uh, what's a good way to get them some? Maybe buy them some for Christmas instead of referring them and using promo code Pete, right? Mm -hmm. uh, they make great house slippers too, by the way. You oh wear my your socks with them. When's the last time I didn't wear a pair of these? <laughs> oh man, especially right? especially those. Yeah. I mean, you wear them every All right. day. So we're going to do it, okay? Mm -hmm. uh, we got a lot of opportunities from QUX. We got my pillow. We got a lot of things going on with uh, Craig uh, and his education. Everybody needs to be involved in this. Mm -hmm. You can't not get involved in learning about what's going on with the markets that are about to. And you, if you don't, and you think that your life is not going to be impacted by it, mm -hmm. that's the point I'm trying to make. That the psychological warfare that's being perpetrated upon you that's causing you not to take action. Mm -hmm. is what I'm trying to break here. Yeah. Let's smash it. Force yourself. Use promo code TRUMP. Okay. PeteSantilli.locals.com. Promo code TRUMP. Months free. Um, and I'm going to give you everything because I love you. Hmm. Isn't that the, is that the truth? It is. It's the truth. I love my country. I love America. And I'm getting ready to build an army of people that know that if you come mess with us, we're going to kill communists. We are. That's what we do. And if you're worried mm -hmm. about being killed and don't come mess with me, how about that? Go do your work hard stuff. Take over the military. Who cares? We have a lot bigger military than they do. Go make make the entire military transgender. There you go. A couple hundred thousand people transgenders. You're not going to be. But guess what? Maybe we won't. Have 700 military bases everywhere, you know. Um, join us. All right, here we go. Hmm. Give me just a second, all right? Mm -hmm. Oh, my goodness. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Hmm. It's that time, huh? All right, Sarah Huckabee. There she is. Yeah. Swami, let me turn to you. Uh, please make your case. Why would you, uh, why should you be the nominee and not the former president? I think there's something deeper going on in the Republican Party here. And I am upset about what happened last night. We've become a party of losers at the end of the day. It's a cancer in the Republican establishment. 
Let's speak the truth. I mean, since Ron McDaniel took over as chairwoman of the RNC in 2017, we have lost 2018, 2020, 2022, no red wave that never came. We got trounced last night in 2023. And I think that we have to have accountability in our party. For that matter, Ron, if you want to come on stage tonight, you want to look the GOP voters in the eye and tell them you resign, I will turn over my, yield my time to you. And frankly, look, the people there are cheering for losing in the Republican Party. Think about who's moderating this debate. This should be Tucker Carlson, Joe Rogan, and Elon Musk. We'd have 10 times the viewership asking questions that GOP primary voters actually care about and bringing more people into our party. You think the Democrats, and we've got Kristen Walker here, you think the Democrats would actually hire Greg Gutfeld to host a Democratic debate? They wouldn't do it. And so, and so the fact of the matter is, I mean, Christian, I'm going to use this time because this is actually about you and the media and the corrupt media establishment ask you the Trump-Russia collusion hoax that you pushed on this network for years. Was that real or was that Hillary Clinton made up disinformation? Answer the question. Go. Go. Mr. Because, because this, this media, media rigged the 2016 election. election. They, they rigged the 2020 election with a Hunter Biden laptop story. And they're going to rig this election. Your time is up. Let me turn to Governor, Governor Christie. Why are you here, Swami? Let me turn to you. Good evening, Trump country. You know, I've spent, I've spent a lot of time at Trump rallies. And I got to say, this is one of the best. It really was good. Because our country has never needed Donald Trump more than we do right now. And I love you too. I was going to Trump rallies way back in 2016 when I first worked on the president's campaign. Eight years later, it is just as exciting as when he came down that beautiful golden escalator the very first time. I know, I know I'm upsetting, upsetting a lot, lot of Democrats, Democrats by, by being here tonight, here tonight. Because, because they, they like, like to pretend that they are the party of women. women. They, don't they don't like that the, the very first woman to ever serve as governor of Arkansas, Arkansas is, a is a proud conservative, conservative Republican. And my, my message to them is very simple. simple. You, you cannot, cannot be the party, the party of women, women if you, you cannot, cannot tell us what a woman is. The truth is, it's, it's not, not even, even a question, question anymore between, between right, right and left. left. It, is it is normal versus crazy, and, and the left, left is doubling down, down on crazy. crazy. Swami back in there. Oh, I love that. We're going to be that, okay? On the other side of the podium. So, we're going to be, I promise you. Ladies and gentlemen, stay right there. We're going to take a break.
towels solved a problem that we've all had with towels. You go into the stores and they feel lotiony and soft but then you get them home and they wind dry you that's why i made my towels they actually work they're soft and they absorb and now i'm excited to announce two brand new lines of my towels what makes them the best towels ever is they're now made with a hundred percent long staple shapir cotton this is a combed ring spun cotton that makes my towels even softer and more absorbent than ever and now you get a six-piece set for an amazing introductory sale price Price as low as $29.98. So go to mypillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get my towels for only $29.98. Or you can get my designer premium line for just $20 more. Either way, you save 50% now on all my towels. They actually work. What a concept. This offer won't last long, so please order now. Mypillow.com. Hi, I'm Ron Paul. I know what you're thinking, another gold commercial. But don't put the TV on mute. You owe it to yourself to listen. Stock markets may be high right now, but they'll eventually fall. And when they do, your retirement savings will fall along with them. Call the experts at Gold Co. today to learn more about how easy it is to invest in gold with a gold IRA. Call 855-614-1681 or visit goldco.com forward slash Pete. Cardio Miracle is the finest and most comprehensive nitric oxide and vitamin D supplement in the world. Made from the highest quality ingredients, Cardio Miracle is driven and backed by science and committed to your health and well being. Get your 60 day, no risk, money back guarantee now at CardioMiracle.com. Introducing Portal Universe only on QUX. This is America's first super app. Easily build your portal, share and monetize video content, live stream, products, music apps, and more. Engage in live chats and private video messaging. This isn't just a TV box or streaming device. This is your social television console. Become a merchant without any setup or monthly fees. Buy and sell using QUX tokens for private and secure encrypted transactions. You control the ads you watch. You control the content you see. You have easy access to products and services you want, all at the press of a button. QUX brings people together. Get right back to uh, Sarah Huckabee. Love it, don't you? Oh, it was beautiful. It was beautiful. Yep. There she is. I was very proud of her uh, during uh, while I was in Las Vegas, and you were in the Hokey Pokey. Real quick, I got to meet Sarah Huckabee and actually spoke with her, and she told her me she's she, really pretty. And she's personal. beautiful. Her yeah. skin is perfect. Let me tell you. Yeah, let's go um, to it. Here we go. Let's go. Yeah. To it. And they know it, and you know it, and it is time for a change. That is why tonight. I am, I am so, so proud, proud to endorse my, my former, former boss, boss, my, my friend, friend, and, and, and everybody, everybody 
Everybody's favorite president, Donald J. Trump. Think back, back to four, four years, years ago, ago, our economy, economy was, was booming, booming. Gas, gas was cheap, cheap. Homes, homes were affordable, people were, were thriving. thriving. President, President Trump put conservatives on the Supreme Court. Court. He, he cut, cut taxes and he, and he rolled, rolled back Obama's, Obama's big government regulations. He made, he made us energy independent. America first trade deals. Donald Trump was building the wall and rebuilding our military. President Trump was the first president in my lifetime to take a hard line against China. And I'm, and I'm proud, proud to, be to be the first, first governor, governor in the country to, to ever, ever kick China, China off our farmland and out of our state. state. Under, Under President, President Trump, Trump ISIS, ISIS was destroyed. The cartels, the cartels were on the run. China was weakened. Iran was isolated. Our enemies actually feared us and, and our people loved, loved us. President Trump, Trump made, made us great, great. And, I and I know that, that he will do it again. again. That's, That's because, because he's not afraid, afraid to, be to be an outsider, a change, a change agent, agent, a disruptor. A disruptor. He, put he put America first, the first, first president, in a, in a long, long time to do, to do exactly what he said he was going to do. do. He's, he's the complete and, and total opposite of Joe, of Joe Biden. The, the corrupt Washington insider. insider. I, know I know that a lot, lot of people may complain that President Trump was too loud, loud too, too disruptive, and sometimes, sometimes even a little too direct. Bye-bye. But, but to me, that's, that's the very, very best thing about this president. He tells it like it is. is. Get, get the, the job, job done, done. Even, even if it's, if it's politically, politically incorrect. And you, and know, you know what? I take, take a lot of mean tweets, tweets right now, especially, especially since I'm no longer the White House press secretary. Out of over inflation, open borders, and World War III. When I when worked, worked under President Trump in the White House, House I, saw I saw firsthand a side to him that a lot of people didn't. A great, a great boss, a mentor, and an, and an outstanding, outstanding father. When I, when I was press secretary, I had, I had to endure some, some of the most nasty, malicious attacks from the left, the left and the media. media. They, they attacked, attacked my appearance, my character, even my fitness as a mother. Thank you.
but I will, I will never, never forget, forget the time, time that President Trump pulled me aside, aside looked, looked me straight, straight in the eye, and said, Sarah, you're, you're tough, tough, you're beautiful, beautiful and, you're and you're good, good at your, at your job. job. That's, That's why, why they, they attack you. you. Never, never let them get you down. Then in, in true Trump fashion, he popped, he popped me on the shoulder, shoulder and he said, said okay, now, now get, get back, back to work. <laughs> it, was it was exactly what, what I needed to hear. Again and again and again. As a, as a working mom, as a, as a woman, President, President Trump, Trump not only empowered me, he defended me when I needed it most. That's, that's the man, man I know and that's exactly the kind of leader we need back in the White House. During my two and a half years serving under the president, I traveled on every single one of his foreign trips. We'll give him a minute. We'll stay here all night for President Trump. The most unforgettable trip we ever took was December 25th, 2018. It was, it was Christmas, Christmas Day, and my husband Brian and I just, just cleaned up brown paper, paper that was shoved in literally every corner of our house. house. When, I, when had I had to walk out on my own family's Christmas, I couldn't, I couldn't tell, tell them the place that I was going because the place, place I was traveling to was so dangerous. They didn't, they didn't want anybody in the world to know that the president would be on the ground even for a few hours. Yeah, we, yeah, have, we have, have men and women, women living, living, serving, sacrificing every, every single day in that exact location. location. We, we boarded Air Force One in complete and total, total darkness. There were, there were no, no lights on the plane, plane no, no lights, lights on the, on the runway. runway. Our, Our phones and computers shut down. down. We, we were going totally off the grid. And 12, and 12 hours later, in the, in the pitch, pitch black of night, we landed in war-torn western Iraq. Again, no lights on the plane, no lights on the runway. The only light you could see was coming from about a mile away. The reason there was light in that one location is because there were hundreds of troops packed into a dining hall, gathered thinking they were having dinner with senior military leadership from around the region. They had, they had absolutely no idea that the president, president and first lady, lady were about to walk into that room. room. And when, and when they, they did, it was, it was a sight and a sound and a, sound and a scene, scene that I hope I never, never forget. That, that room absolutely erupted. Men and women from every race, religion, region, and political party stood up and started chanting over and over and over again, USA, USA, USA. was the kind of patriotism President Trump brought back to our country. And he's, he's going to bring it back again. One of the young soldiers yelled from the back of the room, Mr. President, 
I re-enlisted in the military because of you. And without missing a beat, the president said, son, I am here because of you. As the president made his way around the room, that same young soldier came up to me and said, Sarah, you have a tough job. I told him what I do is nothing. You take bombs and bullets. That is a tough job. Then the soldier reached up and he pulled the brave rifle's patch that he wore on his shoulder. He placed it into my hand. He said, Sarah, we are in this together. I couldn't say anything. I just reached up and I hugged him and thanked him, him for being, being the hero, hero that he is, is that helps keep us free. free. As, As we, we sit here tonight, tonight I'm thinking, thinking of people, people like that young soldier. They, they fight every day to keep us free, and they deserve a leader at home who has their, their back like, like they have ours. But, but today, our, our country, country is under attack. attack. From, from the outside and, and from, from within. within. And, and let, let me be clear, Joe Biden is not up for the, for the job. His, His party, party has gone, gone completely crazy, and we need President Trump to step in and help, help bring, bring our, our country, country back. back. We need him to finish what he started eight years ago. We need him to make America great again. This, this is our movement. This, this is our moment. moment. This, this is our time. And this is our president. Please, Please help, help me welcome everyone's favorite president, Donald J. J. Trump. Hmm. Yeah. I told you. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty awesome. It was amazing. And uh, the whole rally was just old school Trump rally. It was done so well, and the crowd was enthusiastic. And where uh, was that? If you don't want me asking, because I was Florida, watching, I was listening to it in the background uh, the whole time. It it's it in, was in Florida. It, yeah, it said Hialeah, Hialeah, Florida. Okay, right. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's a, a mostly Hispanic. The mayor is Hispanic. Everybody's Hispanic there, and it was put on for Hispanics for Trump. They literally uh, uh, told him they sprung sprung one on him, right? They uh, the mayor gave him the sign of the new street that they just named in Hialeah, and it's called President Donald Trump Avenue. And they unveiled the sign. It was very moving. Um, he's very well loved in Florida, very well loved, and and I would venture to say he's going to have the Hispanic vote, without a doubt. They love him. I say so too. Laura um, Loomer was there. Laura Loomer got a big shout out. I gave you a clip of that. Roger, of, Roger Stone. Roger Stone got a big shout out, but Laura got a huge shout out from him. He told her uh, he was proud of her and that. Uh, you know that um, she was great she was doing great work um, we're all proud of Laura right she perseveres they come after her so bad Pete I mean every single day and she does not let it stop her it's amazing it's amazing the work that she does and uh, we would um, ask you all to catch Laura's show she won't be doing one tonight 
because she got in so late uh, last night from the rally. But her show will be Friday night here on Rumble exclusively at 8 p.m. Eastern. Make sure that you guys tune in because her last show that she did was bombshell. It was great. She called uh, Judge Aragon or whatever his name is. She, that guy's a freak. She blew the lid off of his wife. Did you see what he did with the uh, high school alum, alum, alumni photos? His, his newsletter, photos. he's naked with the camera over his... Yeah. Proclaiming to be a free speech absolutist. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. His wife is All full right. anti-Trump. It Really. You guys need to be following Laura Loomer. She is doing a great job, just like President Trump said. Very okay, proud guys, of her. Um, go to our locals channel, okay? Use promo code TRUMP to get a free month. Get in there and kick the tires and figure out what's going on. If you're sitting on a Rumble channel, click that join button. All right. Uh, we'll use the promo code, give you a free month, and take you down. Step by step by step, we're going to do this thing. Um, I need you to do it right now. Okay. Right now is the time we step up and we do our, our individual most uh, to help save our country. We're, we are going to do it. All right.